This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Let's just do it, okay? It's game day and time for Red Rebel football on the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. If you have stuff that you want gone, give a buzz to Junk Be Gone. These fine young men in red and black are about to write another chapter in the storied tradition of Maryville High School football. So tell Mama and them to get set for the kitchen tune-up pregame show. And look out, because here come those Rebels on your home for Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Let's go! for the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week and the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and tonight the Rebels carry some newfound momentum and step out of region play for the much-anticipated 95th edition of the Battle of Pistol Creek. The Tornadoes of Alcoa come in at 7-0 on the season, wins over Ravenwood, Bearden, and Knoxville West. The Red Rebels sit at 5-3, fresh off a statement win on the road last week at Cleveland High School. Can the Red Rebels claim their 67th victory in the near-century-long Battle of Pistol Creek? Well, Mr. Metz, we're about to find out. But as we look to preview tonight's matchup, how about them Rebels? Third Friday in October, and the Battle of Pistol Creek calls for Dixieland Delight. Rolling down Bessemer, Tennessee Byway. Manu on the field, trusting my brother that he's going to smother a smooth, tough cover drill. Faust worked hard all week, got a little wrinkle on a Pistol Creek Friday night. Couldn't feel better, I'm a rebel with the team that will fight tonight. Hey, go Maribel, baby. But, go Maribel, uh, baby. But uh, I don't know where the tissues are, but I may need them, man. Third Friday in October, man. If that don't get you fired up, man, you would might be wet. I mean, how long before I can start my greatest hits album? I guess I guess I need a hit first, right? Yeah, yeah. I don't know where we'd put that on. I don't know that Spotify uh, would, would take it, but we can give it a shot. Not today. Uh, but, Ben, huge matchup here tonight. Obviously, uh, a later date for the Pistol Creek rivalry, the Battle of Pistol Creek. It's in October. Usually it's it's smoldering here, either at Maryville or Alcoa. A chill in the air, but as I've talked to Coach Hunt all week, there's going to be heat between yard line to yard line here tonight. Both teams want to win this one. Uh, it's a it's a big-time rivalry for both teams, and so we're excited to be here, ready to go, and ready to kick this one off. Yeah, the Red Rebels have a convincing team win at Cleveland last week on defense, exceeding sack totals, two picks, 249 yards rushing, three touchdowns for the Price and Jones show. Jamerson kicks his longest field goal of the season with a Bradley win against Cleveland tonight. We clinch a 6A playoff, playoff berth, but right now we're focused on this game. Well, you know, the interesting dynamic is you, you get a big region win last week that put yourself in a good position moving forward. But then here in week 10, game number nine, you're going to step out of region play and play in our community one of the biggest games of the season in East Tennessee. So I think it's a huge night uh, here for Maryville, for Alcoa, but ultimately it's a huge night for East Tennessee because all eyes, all ears, if you're listening right here, are on the Battle of Pistol Creek. We're excited about that. But last week, uh, Smoky Mountain Axe House, player of 
the game was the freshman, the quarterback, the phenom, Will Jones. We were able uh, to talk with him a little bit about last week's matchup, what made it special for him to, to out of the bye week make such a big impact. I think you're going to like the answers that he gives you here. A lot of things you're going to learn about Will Jones, but here's last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Will Jones. And we're joined by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Matthew Covert. Matthew, how you doing, man? Doing great. Good deal, good deal. Had a great game two Friday nights ago as, as we just come off our bye week. Matthew had a great night, scored a touchdown, had a really great defensive performance. What did you learn coming out of the Bearden game? Uh, you know, learned a lot, you know, how much our team has improved and how much we can keep on improving you know, this week uh, going against Cleveland. It's going to you know, prove who we are as a team, you know, from a loss like that to play a team like Cleveland and go down to Cleveland and play them. Absolutely. Going back on the road again, two years in a row, get to travel to Cleveland. Not sure how we win that lottery, but shotgun style questions is what's coming up for you. The red hot minute. It's where we're going to learn some things about Matthew that I, maybe some people know, but I would say the, the majority of the rebel faithful do not know about Matthew covert. Are you ready? Yes, sir. The game begins in three, two, one. All right, Matthew, what is your favorite pet? Uh, a dog. What is your favorite holiday movie? Um, a Christmas Story. What is your favorite TV show? Um, Seinfeld. What is your one thing that you must have in the refrigerator at all times? Uh, orange mango body armor. When you're not on the football field, what do you enjoy doing? Uh, going fishing. If you're ordering, what's on your pizza? Uh, mushrooms. If you're buying candy, is it sweet or sour? Sour. And what is your favorite class in high school, non-sports related? Probably algebra. And in your opinion, who is the most intense coach on this year's coaching staff? Uh... Coach Russell. Good, good choice there. Been a mix. I will say Coach Nick White is in the lead right now, but uh, Coach Russell getting a vote in there for Matthew Covert. But, Matthew, you have outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute, man. Good answers. Uh, Seinfeld. I'll be honest, a kid uh, or a young man of your age, I like that you you know what Seinfeld is. Good show. <laughs> yes. Well, you know, we have fun with this, but ultimately, you've outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute, and I don't want to take any time away from this week's preparation for the Cleveland Blue Raiders. So appreciate it, Matthew. Thank you. Have a good week of practice. This interview has been brought to you by Underground Connections. If you need underground boring and traditional trench work is just not in the cards, check out Underground Connections. But we're going to take a break. Listen to a great sponsor when we come back. More of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. You can get a Kitchen Tune-Up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories, or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maribel High School Football. And welcome back to Bill Bailey Stadium on the campus of Alcoa High School. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and you're listening to The Junk Be Gone, 
game of the week in the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. Well, Ben, I don't know if you knew it or not, but Matthew Covert uh, was not last week's player of the game. Uh, we're working to get that corrected. We'll play Will Jones's uh, player of the game interview tonight. It will happen, uh, but we're uh, we're, we're going to kind of get that corrected. But Matthew Covert had a great game against uh, against Bearden as well, and then ultimately came back after the bye week and had a great game against Cleveland. Absolutely, the defense had a great game, Wayne. But not not let's not forget about what we're facing tonight against Alcoa. They're entering their second season under Brian Nix, and what a team. Cody Paygotch, Elijah Cannon, and company have defeated the likes of Bearden and West. However, this is the Battle of Pistol Creek. Game means everything to everyone in this area. Buckle up, big buddy. I'm ready. Yeah, absolutely. Means a ton to everyone involved. And you can see it in the stands here at Bill Bailey Stadium as the Rebel Faithful are definitely made the 3.8-mile trek from Maryville High School. But the Alcoa Faithful also in attendance. Looks like it's a red out for the, the Maryville High School student section, and it's a white out for the Alcoa High School student section. So pretty pretty interesting dynamic there. But as we look to prepare uh, for a lot of different things, we will have the Coach Derek Hunt interview just shortly, but do want to go over the Stevenson Tire starting lineup. We'll jump to that uh, here to get that kind of going here tonight. Uh, start out with the specialist. Again, want to give them some love. They've, they've been a big part of the that we've seen here over the last few weeks. Specialists are number 95, Max Sayre, kickoff specialist. Uh, number 21, Hudson Jamerson, place kicker and punter. So a dual role there, two very different styles in the kicking game. So very much a, a versatile player there. Number 86, Eli Elkins is the long snapper. And number zero, Cohen Beyblade is the holder. Yeah, the sophomore Hudson Jamerson having a great season. Six out of eight on field goals. Hit his longest one last week against Cleveland for 35 yards, averaging 28.7 on the season. Great year up to this point for Hudson. Absolutely. On defense, we'll start with the defensive front. Number nine, Sam Young. Number 43, Zach Hample. And number 88, Jack Carter. That's the defensive line. Linebackers will be anchored by number 24, Matthew Covert. Number 11, Hunter Olivet, number 20, Mason Ball, and number 35, Caleb Reeves. And then the backfield, the defensive backfield, will be number 12, Hutton Jones, number 41, Royal Curtis, number 17, Andrew Smith, and number 10, Nolan White. Those two uh, safeties there, Ben, a week ago, a pick apiece. Yeah, the defense was explosive in general. Eight sacks in the game. Caleb Reeves with the force fumble. And you talked about it, Nolan White and Andrew Smith get those interceptions. Looking at the offense, starting on the offensive line, right tackle and left tackle, number 78, Blake Heckman, and number 53, Alex Boyd. The guards will be number 70, Owen Steffes, and number 56, Nash Stennett. The center is number 77, Logan McGlamry. Wide receivers will be number six, Britton Barrett, number two, Charlie Manu, and injected into the lineup, starting lineup this week. Number 89, Colton Faust at the slash. H-back tight end will be number 86, Eli Elkins. Running back will be number one, Price Davis. The quarterback for your Red Rebels will be number five, Will Jones. And your Red Rebels are coached by Coach Derek Hunt. Yeah, Will Jones showed last week that he can not only throw the football, he can run as well. 120 rushing yards and two touchdowns with a long of 40. Nimble, quick, and decisive, Wayno. Yeah, absolutely. That is your Stevenson Tires starting lineup. Uh, we're excited to bring you those. Stevenson Tires has been a great sponsor for a lot of time here 
during the the Red Rebel football season, Rebel Radio, while we've been on the air. Uh, They're just a great local sponsor. If you need tires, please check out Steve Stevenson and the group there at Stevenson Tire. But let's, uh, you know, let's jump down to the sideline. Mr. Hips is definitely down there enjoying himself, watching the Alcoa Tornado Hellman inflate. Mr. Hips, what about victory brought to you by Underground Connections? Yeah, fellas, I mean, Pistol Creek, match of the week. What can we say? Um, first, for me, it's got to be the ball security. I mean, last year's game, tell the two halves, the two big turnovers, uh, both times giving points to Alcoa. And, you know, that was basically a difference in the game. So tonight, first and foremost, ball security is key. Secondly, commitment and containment to the run. Last week we did a great job against Cleveland, uh, rushing upfield, getting back, and preventing big plays. Uh, also, gap assignments, uh, incredible plays by our linebackers last week as well uh, once we got upfield. And lastly, uh, utilize that RPO on offense. I mean, with Will Jones rolling out last week, it was about money. Anytime he needed to hit that slant to Eli, uh, also when he needed to run. So go back to that RPO. It will tire this defense down having to run sideline to sideline. Yeah, I couldn't agree more, Hips. Ben, I think Hippies, uh, he's dialed in here for the Battle of Pistol Creek. The Red Rebel victory control the ball is imperative in the Battle of Pistol Creek. The Red Rebels are sitting at zero turnovers the last two weeks against Cleveland and Bearden. Need to continue that trend tonight. Last year, Alcoa zero turnovers to our two interceptions. One of those was Jordan Harris's touchdown to seal the game. I love it. Three weeks in a row, hippie calls for sop choppy bird tackles in the backfield. Maryville had four sacks going into the game against Cleveland. RPO equals run pass option. Let's do some of that Tom Fullery wham. Yeah, looks like we've got the player of the game uploaded now. We're going to ro- go roll back into that. We're going to listen to Will Jones. You're going to learn some things. Again, two for one here at the Battle of Pistol Creek. Here's Will Jones. And we're joined now by last week's Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game, Mr. Will Jones. Will, how you doing, buddy? I'm doing great. How are you? I'm doing well, doing well. Great performance this past Friday night against the Cleveland Blue Raiders. Two touchdowns on the ground, one through the air. Really uh, full command of the offense now. Uh, how did it feel to get a big road win in region play? Uh, felt great just uh, that we could go out there and execute. And, uh... Great team win. One of the perks of being the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game is getting to do this week's Red Hot Minute 60 seconds shotgun style questions where we're going to learn some things about Will Jones we might have known, but I would say a lot of things that we don't know. Are you ready? I'm ready. The game begins in three, two, one. Okay, Will, who is your favorite superhero? Spider Man. Favorite ice cream flavor? Uh, cookies and cream. What is your favorite holiday movie? Uh, the Polar Express. What is your favorite follow on Instagram? Just the NFL. If you're ordering a pizza, what's the toppings? I'm going sausage and uh, pepperoni. If you could have a superpower, would it be flying or super strength? Flying. What is one thing you keep in the fridge at all times? Water. All right. What is your go-to karaoke song? Um, can't stop the feeling. And last, in your opinion, who's the most intense coach on staff? Um, Coach Waters. Good call. Good call. Coach Waters. Uh, it's uh, it's passion. It's not intense. But uh, Coach Waters, right. absolutely very, uh, very passionate and very intense there. But Will, you have outlasted this week's Red Hot Minute, buddy. Thank you.
Well, you've definitely earned it, but I do know that in all of the fun that we just had, you're preparing for a big matchup with the Alcoa Tornadoes. Uh, No sleep for a tough schedule like the Red Rebels play, so appreciate the time. Best of luck this next week against Alcoa, and uh, what a performance this past Friday night. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Yes, sir. This interview has been brought to you by Underground Connections. If traditional trench work is not in the cards and you don't want the ground disturbed, check out Underground Connections. We're going to take a break, listen to a great sponsor. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and GAS approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. And welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz here at Bill Bailey Stadium, Goddard Field on the campus of Alcoa High School. Uh, again, Will Jones, you can sense the youth in his voice. But, man, what about Polar Express? That's that's a good one there. But uh, as we've we've went through two players of the game here in the pregame show, we're also going to close out last week's game, talk with Coach Hunt, and then obviously preview tonight's big-time matchup against the Alcoa Tornadoes. Had a chance to sit down with the coach. Here's his comments. And, Coach, as always, thanks for the time. Welcome into Rivalry Week. But before we get that far, Coach, congratulations on a huge region win on the road this past Friday night. Yeah, thank you so much. It, it was a whole lot of fun, and I was just so happy for our guys to experience it and get to play in, in, in a big region game and come out with a win was, was a lot of fun for them. You know, coming off a of bye week, always things you can learn, things you can improve on, but really, Rebels take the football, hit the ground running, really chew up a lot of that first quarter clock, ends with a score, kind of puts puts Cleveland a little back against the wall, if you will. They they have a big return there, but then defensively, maybe, maybe one of the biggest moments in the game, a fourth down stop on the goal line to preserve the, the shutout at that point. Uh, what did that do for your team early in that game to get that momentum? Yeah, that was huge, you know, and, and so we get a huge defensive stop, and then we go, what? 99, yeah. We got 99 yards, I guess, and, and it took us – it was 19 plays, I believe. took us about right around eight minutes, um, and even though we only got a field goal out of it, it was really a 10-point swing because, you know, they're on the one, can score a touchdown, and then we were able to chew off eight minutes and, and keep that tempo offense off the field that they have. It's really good, and so, I mean, that was a 10-point swing, and then to go up um, 17 right there was huge. Well, and ultimately, you know, you can you, you can pull a lot of different things from how that, that game was successful, offensive, defensive, even special teams, a little bit of new wrinkles there. But talk about a couple things. One, the ability to contain that, that up-tempo, the, the self-called fastest show on turf, Cleveland's offense, really kept L.J. Adams in check 
most of the game, made him work sideline to sideline and, and, and cause some, some bad decisions at times. Yeah, I think our D-line did a great job containing him. and He's, you know, kind of makes that thing go, certainly with his legs as well as his arm. So really, really happy that our the way our D-line played, our linebackers were also running sideline to sideline. And that gave, you know, the pressure that we put on him, made him make some decisions. I think we had two interceptions, Andrew Smith and Nolan White, both had interceptions. So, you know, just really excited about that and, you know, continuing to play better. And that's the key. You know, you get, like I said, we knew that we were going to be inexperienced starting the year off, but even with the adversity we faced and the young guys coming in, played a lot of young guys, started another new freshman last week with Colton Faust at receiver. But they're gaining experience now, and we're improving. And that's the goal. You know, that's the goal. You just want to maximize potential and, you know, as much shakeup as we've had this year. Our kids are still fighting so hard. I'm super proud of them. Well, talk about freshman impact. Uh, saw some Thomas Manu in there at receiver a little bit as well. But also, Will Jones come out of the bye week commanding the offense. Had a bigger clip of, of running the football this past week. He had 120 yards on the ground, two touchdowns. Just really knew when to call his own number and really led that offense. Yeah, well, I mean, he's just a good athlete. That's what it boils down to. And, and can move plays with the football. He's only going to get better, you know, as he continues to get bigger and faster and stronger. But, uh, my goodness, he's he's a good player. Um, you know, he, he you can trust him with it. And, uh, you know, and like I, I felt that way about all of our quarterbacks. But he certainly has a knack for it and does a great job. I, uh, I enjoyed talking with him this past week. During the Red Hot Minute, we did that interview, and, you know, he's a freshman, so he's still a young kid. I, I tell Coach Hodge there with the Rebs, you know, two years ago, Will was with him. And that's just – that's crazy to think <laughs> that right, way, but yeah. it's true. And uh, yep. I, I said, what's your favorite holiday movie? And his answer was The Polar Express. So I yeah. think that tells you how, how still much of a young man he is. But, uh, yeah, uh, advanced would be a, an adjective I would use for Will Jones. For sure, yeah. He, he's not seen any movies prior to 2010, so uh, all of his favorite movies are since then, which is hilarious. <laughs> right, right. That's scary to think, but absolutely true. But, again, great performance there in region play. But week nine, a new twist on this 23 schedule. We get into rivalry week, the battle for Pistol Creek. It's Alcoa week. Huge week here, but uh, a different timeline as we're, we're a little bit more invested in the season. Usually play Alcoa early in the year how how has it changed that that dynamic yeah it's been different for sure i mean you know like you said when i played alcohol was always the first game of the season and so and we enjoyed that a lot i actually like that you know it's a big rivalry game and there's some added pressure with it always but you get it you could kind of get it out of the way not that you want but i think anybody who's been involved with it as a player and a coach you know when that thing lingers <laughs> out there you know you want to focus on the playoff picture and, and you know making a deep run and so you know coming out of the gate playing alcoa and i always liked that and you know then we moved it to week four i think coach rankin wanted to move it to week four and so that that happened then with coach quarrels and it stayed there for a while and and they had a, they had asked us to move it to week 10 to, to to be able to schedule greenville and you know we were happy to do that i, I always want to work with those guys and help them as, as best we can too but the, here's what we're doing we're looking at it as an opportunity to have a playoff game a little bit earlier than normal, you know, and I, certainly we're still battling for our playoff lives. But right now, anytime you can face a team like Alcoa, and this is one of the best Alcoa teams they've had in a long time, which is saying something because they've been loaded every year. But just the talent that they've had is just, you know, that they have right now is just crazy. And so we're just looking at it as an opportunity to play one of the best teams in the state and kind of see how we measure up now 
with what we what we've been doing lately. Well, you know, Ben and I talk about that that variety, right? You know, play them early in the season, you know, beginning the season, third game, fourth game of the season. But now you've got a lot more film on them. You've played a ton of athletes as as LJ Adams. You talk about Boo Carter. You talk about all these people. As your young players have had to to kind of be thrust into action, does playing them later in the year kind of help the game slow down for them a little bit to maybe maybe be able to handle better their athleticism? Yeah, maybe. You know, I I think there's a lot of different lenses you can look at it, and uh, you know, as far as hey, you know are we better off, you know, in week 10? Well, sure we are, but they are too, you know, and then what about the cramping? Well, it's not as hot. So you'd think, you know, everybody's kids could play. I mean, to be honest with you, we've heard about the alcohol cramping issue for decades. And, you know, the last two years, we're the ones cramping, not them. <laughs> they're, they're, I think they were doing IVs at halftime or whatever, and their, their kids looked fantastic in the second half, and we were, you know, hobbling all over the place. So, uh, you know, but no, I, I, there's so many lenses you can look through it at. At the end of the day, it's two really good football teams, the, t- the two best programs in the state of Tennessee, five minutes apart going at it. I mean, it's going to be fantastic football. It's a fantastic night every time. So I don't think it matters whether you play at week one or week 11. People are going to show up and watch these two programs go at it. Yeah, yeah I tell I tell people, you know, it may be the first time that there's been a chill in the air when, when Maryville plays Alcoa, uh-huh. but they'll yep. definitely be – the heat will definitely be on at, at yard line to yard line. So excited Absolutely. about that. Coach Hunt, I, I don't want to take anything away from your preparation. A big week, obviously, in the in the Blunt County, but ultimately not a region matchup. So want to stay healthy through this week and look ahead uh, and look for for some opportunities as we head down down the road. Of course, Bradley and Cleveland play this week, so that very well could potentially lock in a playoff spot. So a lot lot on the line this weekend, even though we're out of region. For sure, no doubt. Congratulations on a huge win last week, Coach, and and best of luck this week against Alcoa. All right. Thank you so much, Wayne. Appreciate you. All right. This interview has been brought to you by Twin City Certified in Maryville, the quality you deserve. And, of course, check out our buddy Smiley Riley down there. He's got great inventory of used vehicles, a great selection. Check them out right there in Maryville on West Broadway. But we're going to take a break, listen to our fine sponsor. When we come back, more of the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Welcome back to the and welcome back to the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM right up here against Game Time Ben a lot of storylines to look at it's the 90s it's the 95th battle of Pistol Creek so I think the rest of it's going to have to happen on the field between the yard lines but Ben a little uh, little breaking news here in the uh, in the Rebel sideline a guy not in street clothes here today actually two men uh, number one uh, number four Zeke McCoy dressed tonight. Will we see the uh, the punter, receiver, defensive back back out on the field? We don't know. Uh, but the big number seven out there, dressed, taped, and a captain on tonight's football team. Gage Ledoux back out onto the football field here for the Red Rebels. Going to be one of the captains and led the team out on the field. Great to see those boys back in uniform tonight, Wayne. 
Again, as we said, this is the 95th meeting, the Battle of Pistol Creek. If you look at the overall record, 66 victories for the Red Rebels, 25 victories for the Tornadoes, and three no contest ties in this one. So uh, this will be one uh, for, to remember. Again, chill in the air. Uh, we achieved that. But the Red Rebels and the Tornadoes about to go out for the coin flip. Looks like tonight's captains for Alcoa will be number seven, Elijah Cannon. Number 45, Joe McCord. Number zero, Brandon Winton. And number one, Caden Bogan. And then for the Red Rebels, number seven, Gage Ledoux. Number 78, Blake Heckman. Number 88, Jack Carter. And number zero, Cohen Bayblay. Again, this has been the Kitchen Tune-Up pregame show. We're going to hang out right here, get the coin flip, and get ready for the Junk Be Gone game of the week. Uniform combinations for tonight's matchup. The Red Rebels, the visiting team, they will be in the road white jerseys, red numerals trimmed in black, football, black football pants with red and white stripes on either hip, and the traditional Red Rebel helmet, black, with Red Rebel script on either side. Alcoa will be in their all-maroon uniforms here tonight, maroon football pants, maroon jerseys, aluminum-colored numbers, trimmed in a darker color silver, and their traditional Alcoa helmet with the Alcoa writing and the Tornado logo on either side. Traditional uniforms for a traditional game, Wayne. Jack Carter, though, you mentioned him as a captain. Crazy Eights was a force against Cleveland. Six tackles, two sacks, four tackles for a loss. Jack attack, baby. Well, and it looks like Alcoa has won the coin toss. They have elected to defer, so Maryville will get the football here to open the 95th meeting of the Battle of Pistol Creek. Excited about this one. Again, thanks to all our sponsors. If you're listening on our app, on the website, tune in. Uh, iHeartRadio, anywhere you can get Rebel Radio. We appreciate it, and we hope we give you a good show. Yeah, we've had people listen from the Caribbean all the way to North Idaho, haven't we, Wayne? Well, I guess when you're the home team, fashionably late must be a thing. There's fireworks here at, at Bill Bailey Stadium, and the tornadoes have now taken the field as they run out of an inflated Alcoa football helmet. But let's just say now has, uh, has let the air out of it. But Alcoa will head to their sideline. It'll be far away from us. We are on the visiting side over here with the faithful, so we're excited about that. And the Rebels are already out there in return unit. Looks like deep for the Red Rebels will be number one, Price Davis. Jackson Llewellyn, number three. And looks like number 41. That's going to be Royal Curtis. So looks like it's going to be a cloudy night here. The third Friday in October, that needs to be a thing. And looks like the sun is setting to our left, uh, right behind the... Uh, I guess over there's the soccer field. Yeah, temperatures tonight between 55 and 60, maybe some steady winds, 7 to 8. Uh, I think the chance of rain is out of the picture, but I don't want to jinx us, Wayne. Yeah, I, well, we're in shade. Again, want to appreciate Alcoa High School for their accommodations here. Again, the visiting press box that's, uh, I think it's about four years old now. Uh, just a, a new thing that, that's added to this wrinkle and to this rivalry. I used to park my mower in one of these things, Wayne. I know, right? Uh, looks like uh, trying to see who the kicker is going to be. Let's say that's it's going to be number 97. That's going to be Bacon Lauderback. So he is already honorable mention for best name in tonight's matchup. He's a six foot, 170-pound senior, and he's a pretty accurate kicker at that too. And we kick it away, and it's football time in Maryville, and it is going to go long, go deep, and hit the Alcoa L, and it'll be a touchback. Rebels will bring it out to the 20-yard line. 
booming kick by number 97, Bacon Louderback. We remember him from last year. He is three for three on field goals this season. He's got a 41 long. And looks like Will Jones will bring the troops out for this first possession. They will work right to left here on Goddard Field. And looks like Will Jones will be the last one to enter the huddle as he's getting the play from the sideline. Alcoa runs that 4-3 defense with three backers and a nickel and Jewels scales. It will be it will be Price Davis in the backfield for this opening play. He'll be straight away behind Will Jones. He'll have two receivers to the right, one to the left. Will Jones going to put one in motion. He's going to put Elkins in motion. Now he's going to hand off to Price Davis. No, he's going to keep it himself. He's going to go around right in, and he's going to pick up about five or six big yards. They're going to give him four, and so it'll be second and six. That's where he is so nice. Number one, so good to see him back in action. Not only dressed tonight, but McCoy getting an opportunity. Looks like Garrett and um, Price Davis will stay straight away behind a standing Will Jones. Now he's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price goes right off right guard. He's going to push the pile ahead forward, crosses the 25, and they'll say out to the 27-yard line. Price doesn't shy away from that tough yardage, just gets in between the guard and tackle there on that right side. Number 11, Brody Blankenship steps up to make the tackle for the Tornadoes. They're actually going to give him the 28, so it's going to bring up third and short, third and two upcoming as we're just now under 11 minutes to go. In comes Gage Ledoux. Gage Ledoux, the big-time back that was injured in the Heritage game, back for his first play against the Red Rebels. He's going to be back there with Price Davis, so it's going to be a wildcat formation. And it looks like Gage Ledoux is going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to look to stutter step. He's going to go to his left, and he is going to be stood up, stacked, and dropped at the 27-yard line. It's going to be a one-yard loss there, but looks like there's going to be a penalty on the play. That's going to be an interesting one there. Yeah, good the, to see Gage taking that football and running north and south. Laid a good block on that run too, Wayne. It's, the call here is going to be personal foul against the Alcoa Tornadoes. That's going to give us a fresh set of downs, a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down, coming off a penalty here. Yeah, in a rivalry game, it's personal fouls that, that hurt you the most, Wayne. And they're going to talk to each other, try to get, get back right as the Tornadoes, but it's going to step this beyond the 40-yard line. New set of downs will start at the Maryville 42-yard line. Again, going right to left here on Bill Bailey Stadium. Again, 10-23 to go here in the first quarter. Yeah, that's tough on the Tornadoes. Number 11, Brody Blankenship got in the backfield, made a nice stop there, but the personal foul gives the Red Rebels the first down. Will Jones will check back in at quarterback. He'll break a small huddle. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. A little, little stack set on the numbers. Will Jones going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to Price Davis. Price going to go straight ahead forward. He'll get across the 45, and they'll say down at the 45. So a pickup of three on the play. It's going to be second and seven. Price just running behind center there, number 44. Eli Owens plays both sides of the ball, makes the tackle there. Second down, seven upcoming, and Will's going to check into a small huddle. Alcoa has played a really tough schedule this week, this year. They've played Ravenwood, Bearden, Knox West, so not the first 6A opponent they've seen. But, again, bigger stakes here tonight. Will Jones going to be in the backfield by himself. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. 
Now he'll put Britton Barrett into motion. No, that's going to be Price Davis. He's going to get the screen out in the flat, and he is going to get it and get chopped down behind the line of scrimmage. That's going to be a two-yard loss, and that's going to be third and nine upcoming. Alcoa read that well, Ben, just got upfield. Yeah, Price starts rolling over towards the Marable sidelines, throw out there in the flat. Number 18, Brennan Dugan makes the tackle for the Tornadoes. Again, very close to the cuff right now, trying to test this run game. Wouldn't be surprised if here we see a little rip action. Will Jones checks into the huddle. Again, new line of scrimmage. It's third and nine, and it will be set up from the Maryville 43-yard line. And it looks like they are, they are they're warning the fans not to lean against the rail. Will Jones going to put Zeke McCoy into motion, takes the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop. He's going to have to step up in the pocket. He's going to try to get back to the middle of the field, and he's going to get to the 45-yard line. Had to pull it down, Ben. I think he wanted to look downfield, but just a collapsed pocket had to do with what he could. Uh, it's going to be fourth down. That was a nice, quick decision by Will Jones. It just wasn't there. The pocket was collapsing. He steps up and makes some positive yardage out of that run before number 44, Eli Owens, makes the tackle. Hudson Jamerson will check in into pump formation. and He will step back, and he'll stand on his own 30-yard line looking to punt this one away. And he'll stand back there. He'll get it clean. Now he's going to step to the right. Now he'll kick it away. A spinning straight line kick, and it's going to take a Maryville bounce inside the 25, and it is going to go inside the 20 down to the 19-yard line. Heck of a punt there by Hudson Jamerson. Yeah, just scrambles, wobbles, and gobbles down towards the 20-yard line there. Wayne, good kick by Jamerson, flips the field for us. And now the Alcoa Tornadoes have gotten the stop on defense, and they're bringing their offense out here for their first run at it. Quarterback for the Tornadoes will be number 16, Cody Pagach. He is a 6'4", 185-pound senior. It's a tall kid. Again, looks the part. He's going to be in shotgun. He'll have Elijah Cannon to his left. He'll have two receivers to the left, two to the right. He'll work left to right. He's going to take the shotgun snap, a little play action. He's going to deliver out in the flat, little stutter step to the receiver. He's going to try to get back to the middle of the field and be nothing doing. I think they're going to lose a yard possibly. Good job by Caleb Reeves. He breaks down and forces the receiver towards the middle of the field. And guess who's waiting for him? Covert cometh, covert bringeth. Yeah, Brandon Winton was the uh, the receiver there, number zero. Uh, he's a 6185 185-pound senior. I believe he's a, a big acquisition there from IMG Academy. 547 yards receiving on the season for the Tornadoes. Pagach is going to clear. He's going to put Elijah Cannon to his right this time. He'll have three receivers to his right, one to his left. Takes the play action. Now he's going to flip it out Eli Owens. Eli Owens is going to get the football. He's going to go straight ahead forward, tries to push for a little bit more, but maybe the 21 is all he's going to muster. It's going to bring up, it should be third, third and eight. Matthew Covert again arguably gets held on that right shoulder pad. He's able to rip it off and make a nice tackle for the Red Rebels. They'll say he got the 22-yard line, so it will be third and seven as the Red Rebel defense early standing up to the test. Let's do this for Delosier Auction Realty, Wayne. Let's get us a stop here. You're exactly right. People on the grassy knoll over there want to see it. Looks like Pagotch is going to try to get the hard count. Now he's going to take the shotgun snap. Looks left. He's going to throw left. It's going to be picked off. Picked off by the Red Rebels. That is a huge play. Royal Curtis read it all the way, and he snagged it out of the air. Huge pick 
by Royal Curtis and the Red Rebels set up shop inside the Alcoa 20 yard line. Just an act of piracy over there by Royal Curtis. He breaks downhill, makes a nice catch. Great interception for the Red Rebels. Well, he was standing flat footed there and he went, that's the ball, it's coming at me. And he just put his hands up and made a great catch. So Will Jones, hope he got some Gatorade. He's right back out there. Could have been some miscommunication between the quarterback and receiver on that route, but great pick there by Royal Curtis. Huge play right there by the defense. That is a Delosier Auction Company defensive stop, but Will Jones back out there on offense in shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price weaves his way down near the 15-yard line, and they're going to give him the 15. So that will be a pickup of four there, and it will be second. It'll be second and six. Counter play up the hash marks there, number 18. Brennan Dugan breaks down and makes the stop. Positive yardage, though, for Price. As they are inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone, got to make something work here. They're going to kick out two receivers. Check it, three receivers to the left, none to the right. Price will be to Will's right hip pocket. Eli Elkins will go into motion. They're going to give it to Price again. He's going to go left side, straight ahead forward. I think up a yard. And to bring up third and five. Brennan Dugan, the linebacker again on the tackle, 22 and a half tackles on the season, three tack, three, uh, three for loss. And they are definitely peppering the middle of that field. We'll see kind of how they continue to play this. One screen pass, really all that's gotten outside of the tackle box. Looks like they're going to check out Cohen Beyblade. They're going to check in Zeke McCoy. Will Jones getting the play from the hash mark. He's going to check it in. Looks like play clock down around 12, so plenty of time there. They'll break the huddle with eight seconds on the play clock. Quickly to the line of scrimmage, two receivers to the left, two to the right. And looks like Maryville wants to talk about this. A big-time third-down play right here and a lot to play for. But as we have four minutes, 58 seconds to go here in the first quarter, Rebels moving inside the Alcoa 20-yard line. But we need to take a break. A Lee Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blount County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Rolling, 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 rolling. Keep rolling, 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 rolling. We're back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Alcoa back out on the field. Rebels looking to make the trek. Had that big interception, trying to make something out of it, Wayne. All right, looks like Price Davis is going to be to the left hip pocket of Will Jones. And uh, looks like two receivers to the left, two to the right. That stack set on the numbers. Looks like the Alcoa faithful trying to make some noise. Will Jones in shotgun formation unfazed. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Little play action. He's going to go over the top. Price Davis into the end zone. Touchdown, Rebels. A deceptive pump fake by Will Jones, and everybody bid on it except for Will Jones. He delivers a beautiful ball to Price Davis. Touchdown, Red Rebels, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. Light the wick and take cover, Wayne. 
What a great play action fake by Will Jones, and he lobs it in the back of the end zone to Price Davis. Big touchdown for the Red Rebel. I tell you, they talk about dropping dimes. He may give you change back. I'm excited about that one. And Will Jones, ladies and gentlemen, makes his first impact to this football game. And it looks like Hudson Jamerson will kick it up and away. And now the Denzo scoreboard reads, your Rebels 7 and the Alcor Tornado 0. Get another breath, Ben. Let's take a break. We'll be right back. It's Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. And welcome back to the Junk Me Gone Game of the Week, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. If you're just joining us, you missed a dandy as Will Jones delivered a perfect ball in the back of the end zone to one Price Davis. Excited could be an understatement here for the Rebel faithful as uh, the Denzo scoreboard now reads 7 to nothing in favor of the Rebels. 4.52 to go here in the first quarter. So deceptive with that play fake. All the backers were biting. Big touchdown for the Red Rebels. Colin Stringer will actually kick this one off. He'll kick off from their own 40-yard line. It's going to be a squib kick that's going to roll, roll, roll and get picked up at the 16-yard line. It's going to be taken by number 12, and he's going to get wide. He's going to get across the 30, across the 40, and he is going to be wrangled out of bounds. They're going to say at the Alcoa 45-yard line. Number 12 for Alcoa, Ben. Uh, need to tag him. That's Eli Graff. Yeah, Eli, Eli Graff, very athletic football player. The guy can kick. He can do what you saw right there. He had a 92-yard kickoff return for a touchdown against Scott County. This time he runs over to the Alcoa sidelines, knocked out of bounds by number 35, Caleb Reeves. 29-yard pickup by number 12, and it looks like back into the game, Cody Pajak uh, will come back in. Pagach will come back in at quarterback. He'll stand in shotgun formation. He'll have Elijah Cannon to his right. Takes the shotgun snap. He's actually going to hand it to Elijah. He's going to go left, short side, get ahead forward, get near midfield, and they say he steps out of bounds at the 49. That's going to be a pickup of four yards on first down. It'll be second and six. Able to get the edge on that play, get towards the Alcoa sidelines. Hunter Olivet makes his first tackle of the evening. Yeah, Elijah Cannon's a big boy back, Ben. He, he likes to run downhill, and he's got the body to do it with. Pagach has a lot of options with this offense. He does a shotgun spread formation he's got that Winton he's got Eli in the tight end he can corner he can post you got to protect it he's going to be in the backfield by himself on this second down play three receivers to the right he's going to take a little two-step drop looks to deliver it out in the flat he will get it to his intended receiver and he'll get the first down and more as he gets near the Maryville 40 yard line nice pick up there and he'll step out of bounds. Comeback route near the 50-yard line. Royal Curtis was right on and almost had another interception, able to get the catch, get down the sidelines, tackle made by Nolan White, number 10 for the Red Rebels. That's a confidence throw by Pajak as, as that was back to, that's going to be number zero, Brandon Winton. So that's going to help Pajak get a little confidence back. But first and 10, Alcoa. Pajak's going to take it, three-step drop. No one will look to uncork it. He's going to go long, and it's going to be wide left and out of bounds. Nobody hurt. Intended receiver, 
I believe was number zero, Brandon Winton. That's going to be a go-to guy. Going to have to going to have to nail that down. Shadowing coverage there by Royal Curtis does a great job on man coverage. Stays right there with him. Keeps his head turned. Way to protect the football by number 41. 421 to go here in the first quarter of play. Again, Rebels lead seven to nothing. A big touchdown pass by Will Jones to Price Davis. Alcoa with the football. Pay Jock in shotgun formation. Takes the snap. Now he's going to hand to Cannon. Cannon's going to go straight off left guard, and he's going to pile ahead forward. Looks like about another four-yard pickup, Ben. It's going to be it's going to be third. We'll see what it is. I think it's going to be third and about six. Got to the hash marks, tried to get to that edge, couldn't get there. Number 24, Matthew Covert. They're going to looking for another Delosier Auction Company defensive stop. Place on the field, Ben, they may be looking two plays here. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Pajok stays in shotgun formation. Takes the snaps, going to hand to Elijah Cannon. He's going to go wide right, going to look to get the edge. He is not going to get the edge. He is going to pick up a couple yards. Needed six, got two. It's fourth down. Sop, choppy, burn, number 88, Jack Carter, able to get out there towards the Maryville sidelines, make a big stop for Delosier Auction, really, baby. That is going to be, I think it's going to bring up, it's going to be fourth and four, the way I'm looking at it. Uh, but on the scoreboard does say fourth and – there they go. They, they agree with me now. Fourth and four, three minutes, ten seconds and counting. And Pajok in the offense going to stay out there for this fourth down. Huge for the defense for the Red Rebels right here. Pajok to his right. You have two receivers to the left. And Eli Owens to his right. Watch that one. Going to be Pajok a little too. He's going to look left, look left, got the pocket, and it is going to be Winton with the football, and he is going to get the first down, and he's going to cut back to the middle of the field. Just a crossing route across the middle of the field. Patience by Pajok. Delivered a nice ball. Now Cook gets a fresh set of downs. Yeah, through behind Winton there. Covert was in there on the coverage. He had the tackle, just got, got loose on him there, able to get down the field a little bit. Number 11, Hunter Olivet in on the tackle. Yeah, they'll, their next snap will happen from the Rebels' 17-yard line. And, again, it will be first and 10, under two and a half to play in this first quarter. Pajok with the football will clean his hands. He's got two receivers to the right, one to the left. Looks like Cannon's going to get the football. He'll go right, and he'll go right into the teeth. Kind of split defenders. He is going to break loose, and they're going to say he falls into the end zone. Touchdown, Tornadoes. Got some tough yardage there. Broke through the first and second level. Number 10, Nolan White, the last man to beat, and he tries to stop him before the end zone, but touchdown for the Tornadoes. Big answer by the Tornadoes, but really Elijah Cannon, uh, probably yards after contact. Probably 17, just because that's where the hole. But realistically, a huge run by Elijah Cannon, and the Denzo scoreboard now reads Alcoa 6 and the Red Rebels 7. Looks like Lauderback will be on to attempt the PAT, and it will be 18 Dugan to hold the to hold the kickoff. Looks like it's going to be false start against the, the Tornadoes. So it'll be a little bit longer of a PAT here. Had some movement there on that left side, Wayne. That's going to move the ball back. Let's see what the try. Talk about intensity. Both both sidelines lit up, and uh, and both sidelines just continue to drive. But, again, Lauderback now will set up from his own 15, so it'll be a 25-yard PAT. Lauderback's going to kick this one away. It's going to be up and through. It's actually going to hit the gymnasium, so he would have been good from a long distance. But now we're 
the fifth edition. The Denzo scoreboard reads seven for the Rebels and seven for the Alcoa Tornadoes. Let's take a break. Listen to a great sponsor. This is the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. Welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Bacon Lauderback will kick that one away for the next offensive series for the Red Rebels, and he'll kick it into the end zone touchback. But deep for the Rebels was Price Davis, Jackson Llewellyn, and Royal Curtis. But, Ben, uh, what a drive by the, the Tornadoes there. Yeah, great job by the Maryville defense. Had them on fourth down. They are able to convert on the pass from Paygotch to Winton. Seven plays, 55 yards, two minutes, 39 seconds time of possession. Yeah, this is going to be a dosey do if I ever seen one. Two thirteen to play here in the first quarter. Rebels on their own twenty yard line, looking to go left to right. Will be Will Jones checking the play, and he's going to have Price Davis straight behind him. He'll have two receivers to the left, a stack set to the right. He's going to fake to to Corbin, or he's going to fake to Price Davis. Going to call his own number. Tries to get left, and just Alcoa gets upfield. They're going to drop him for a loss. Two-yard loss on that one. It'll be second and 12. Yes, who, Wayne, number 18, Brennan Dugan in again on that edge, able to make the stop for the Alcoa Tornadoes. There is a Rebel down on the field. It's on the far side trying to get a number. But medical staff will quickly get out there. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna send us to break. I, I, I wish the best for this young man. It's an offensive lineman, uh, so wish him the best. But as they attend to him, uh, we'll listen to one quick sponsor. You're listening to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 6-5-6-8-1-60-40. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. Rebels and Tornadoes tied at seven apiece. And looks like Blake Heckman will check out. Walks off on his own power. Wish him the best. Do need him in this one. Will Jones is going to put uh, Eli Elkins into motion. He'll take a play action. Looks to deliver over the middle. Britton Barrett. Britton Barrett across the 30-yard line. A crossing pattern. He's going to get it at the 32-yard line. And looks like there's going to be laundry on the field. Great route on that post there. Number 12, Eli Graff on the coverage. Good catch by Britton Barrett. And it's going to be a great catch by Britton Barrett. Initially gets the, the yardage to gain. And looks like maybe some conversation post-play, post-catch, 
is going to get some flags on the Red Rebels. Personal foul. It's going to be a personal foul, unsportsmanlike conduct against the Red Rebels, and that will negate the catch. It should be after the catch, so it should be first down, Ben. We'll see how they mark this off. To me, it should have been after, after the catch. Yeah, I think you're right, Wayne. I think they're moving it back. But it will be first down. It'll be first and 10, way back 15 yards deeper, back to the 19-yard line. So basically no gain, but a fresh set of downs. Maybe you take that. 119 to play here in the first quarter. Again, a first quarter uh, that's maybe been the heavyweight fight in its, in its own right. Could have been a result of some chatter after the play. We'll check with Hippie later and see what happened on that on that uh, unsportsman lot. Will Jones going to take the shotgun snap. He's going to give it to, to Price Davis. Price going to bust free. He's going to get near the 30-yard line. I think he's going to get the yard to gain, Ben. It's going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Way to split the defender if you're, if you're Price Davis and get upfield. Yeah, made a nice cut at the 25-yard line. Brandon Dugan in on the tackle for the Red Rebels. Bill Jones looking to the sideline to get the play. Fresh set of downs. Under one to play here in the first quarter. Maybe at the end of quarter, we jump down to Hippie. It's been a it's been a fiery one here early. Looks we are going to kick out Zeke McCoy. And looks like Colton Faust to the left-hand side. Stack up Eli Elkins. They're going to move Faust in motion. It is going to be a play action. Looks like Will Jones going to deliver out in the flat. And that's going to be Eli Elkins. But I think we had two men in motion before the snap. So that's going to be a penalty against the Red Rebels. Just a pre-snap penalty, self-inflicted. Yeah. Play design there as Will Jones kind of went down the line of scrimmage looking for a seam, and when he found it with Elkins, he made the best of that one. But they're going to step this one off. Again, hips, stand by if you can hear us. Coming to you quick. It will be an illegal shift, the official call. So it'll be first and, first and 15. Looking to the sideline. Again, Alcoa, again, seems to have uh, the ability to, to work laterally, able to stop that, that kind of uh, hesitation type run. So, again, got to go straight at him. Three receivers to the left, none to the right. He'll have Price Davis to his right hip pocket. Will Jones stands in shotgun, takes a snap, a little shrug off. He's going to look to pitch it. Price Davis going to take it. He's going to cut back to the middle of the field, get across the 30-yard line, and they are going to say down at the 31-yard line, Going to get back the penalty yardage and a little bit more. Yeah, the pocket started to collapse. Jones jumps up there, makes a nice drop pass to Price Davis. Number 10, Wyatt McClure breaks down and makes the tackle for the stop. As the clock hits zeros on the first quarter, your score, Rebels 7 and the Alcoa Tornado 7. We're going to stay right here, jump down to our sideline guy as we prepare to deliver the end of quarter stats brought to you by Cadunza Chris. Uh, intensity, a lot of things you can use for this football game. The Rebels fighting as we expected in this 25th battle of Pistol Creek. Yeah, fellas, I mean, uh, intensity is the word down here. First thing that happened was that great catch by Brent Barrett a while ago. Unfortunately, he let the cornerback know he couldn't guard him. Uh, of course, Coach Hunt told his players just a second ago, hey, guys, we got to keep our heads in this game and not give up penalty yards. Yeah, I think it's going to be a big thing. Looks like uh, looks like Heckman is down there getting retaped. Hopefully, hopefully he can get back into the football game. But uh, excited about that. Great job by the coaches there. Eli Graff, 
and Britton Barrett are fierce competitors. Uh, they have some words to share amongst themselves after the play, and, and you have the unsportsmanlike, but you recover from it, you move forward, and let's go uh, into the second quarter. Out of the break, it is going to flip field, so Rebels will now work left to right here at Goddard Field, and they will be uh, they'll be headed toward middle school now, or the intermediate school, as they call it. Will Jones going to look left, look right. He'll have two receivers to the left. Straight behind him will be Price Davis. Price gets the football. He's going to run into a whole host of Alcoa Tornadoes, and he is going to be dropped. He's going to lose a couple yards there. He's going to be dropped at the 29-yard line. Yeah, J.T. Turner and Elijah Cannon get in the backfield for the, and make the stop for the tornado. Looks like Heckman is checking back into the matchup. So, again, just a retape job. But uh, but I think better safe than sorry on that one. Heckman's a great athlete. Uh, very much need him on that right side. Yeah, he's got a tough assignment tonight with Joe McCord. 27 tackles on the air, five and a half sacks. So, got to have him over on that side. You've heard all the action in the first quarter. 13 plays, 60 yards for the Red Rebels. 10 plays, 58 yards for the Tornadoes. Those stats brought to you by Cadunza European Auto Service. Will Jones going to take the shotgun snap, three-step drop, wants to throw it, steps up in the pocket. Now he's going to chuck it straight ahead forward. It is going to be in out of the intended receiver's hands, and it is going to be picked off by number 11 of Alcoa. That is going to be Brody Blankenship, but immediately a flag comes out. So I'm thinking that is going to be – that's going to negate the interception. Whew. Close. Yeah, Brody Blankenship was on the back of Jackson Llewellyn there. Jackson had to duck as he was being pushed from behind. So that's going to be a pass interference against the Tornadoes here. Yeah, I thought I saw uh, Jackson was uh, hunkered over, and all I saw was number 11. But a lot of times you got to wait for it to be called. So it will get called. The faithful will rise for it. And that'll be a fresh set of downs for the Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. That was a small window Will Jones had to throw in, and he hit it. I mean, he put it on a rope, no doubt about it. And honestly, um, Jackson Llewellyn didn't just didn't even have a chance to catch it. Looks like they'll quickly break the huddle. They'll have Colton Faust, Zeke McCoy to the high side. They'll have a stack set with Britton Barrett to the close side. They'll be stacked up against Winton. Eli Owens will check into the football game. That would have been a big gap should we have been able to find it. 11.07 to go. Will Jones checks the play at the line of scrimmage. He'll have a stacked Eli Elkins to the left. Shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price gets through the original line of scrimmage. He's going to get near the 49-yard line, and they're going to push him back, continue to push. He was ruled forward progress stops. Alcoa wants to rip at the ball. It's not going to work. Jules Scale starts the tackle, stops his progress. The whistle blows, and they continue to make to, to apply pressure on the price. Well, I think I think they just understand the breaks in this game are going to be far and few between. So I think at every snap, both teams trying to make that big play. Will Jones looks to the sideline, getting the play from Coach Hunt. He'll have Price Davis straight behind him. Two receivers out wide left. And they'll have Britton Barrett down here on Winton straight away. Maybe one-on-one coverage. Will's going to check the play with Price Davis. He's going to get in shotgun. He's going to take the shotgun snap. Gives it to Price Davis. Price splits the defenders. Gets up near the 40-yard line. He's going to get into Alcoa territory and down to the Alcoa 40-yard line. Fake there by Will Jones. He looks over towards the Alcoa sidelines. The backers break. That opens up that right side and makes a big run happen for Price Davis. Ten minutes to go here in the second quarter. Rebels and Tornadoes tied at seven apiece. 
Will Jones in shotgun formation again into Tornado territory. Takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price again. Stutter steps. He's going to get across the 40-yard line, pushing the pile, and they'll say down to the 36-yard line. Forward progress stopped. It'll be second and six. Very similar play as the previous play, this time not as successful. Number six, Shannon Salter for the Tornadoes on the tackle. They're going to check out Zeke McCoy, and looks like they will check in. Trying to see who checked in. Usually a little beef there. Not seeing the, the check-in player, so we'll just ride with it. We'll be in a small huddle. They'll break it. Now they'll push Colton Faust, Britton Barrett to the top side, and they'll have Eli Elkins close to the Rebel sideline. Will Jones in shotgun. He'll take the snap. Little play action. He's going to look to throw across the middle. It is going to be intended for Colton Faust, and it's going to be high and outside, and it will fall incomplete. It'll bring up third and six. Little high and a little bit ahead of the receiver on the post route. Number eight, Kobe Barrett makes the coverage on the play for the Tornadoes. I, I like that he led the receiver, though, because defensive back was trailing the, the, the intended receiver. Could have been trouble if he'd have hit him right on. It was a safe pass for sure. Two receivers left, two to the right, back to the line of scrimmage for a huge third and six upcoming. Under nine here in the second quarter. Rebels and Tornadoes tied at seven apiece. Looks like we're going to check the play at the line of scrimmage. And we're going to update Price Davis. He'll be at the left hip pocket. Takes the shotgun snap. Hands it to Price. Price straight ahead forward. going to get across the 30-yard line. Inside the 25-yard line. And he's going to be down to the 23-yard line. Price Davis and another Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. You got Price Davis and Dwight Price. Been, yeah, been using that play fake. It works that time. Price Davis marching down the field, able to get past the first and second level. 18, Brennan Dugan has to track him down. First down for the Red Rebel. Again, this Alcoa defense is amazingly athletic, so north and south running. Just don't let them, don't let them break you down and just get positive yardage. First and 10 Rebels. They're going to hand it to Price again. He's going to go straight ahead for it again. He's going to get inside the 20-yard line down near the 15. And they're going to say forward progress stopped at the 15. And that's going to be a nice eight-yard pickup there on first down. Price Davis inside the Huddleston red zone. Yeah, Price Davis just working the middle of the field there, going in between the teeth of that defensive line. Number seven, Elijah Cannon makes the tackle, but not after positive yardage. They're going to give the workhorse a break. Price Davis will check out and Gage Ledoux will check back in. He's going to actually be in running back formation this time straight behind Will Jones. Will Jones takes the snap. Going to hand it to, to Gage Ledoux. Gage is going to get a little shifty. He's going to get near the 10-yard line, push the pile ahead forward, and we'll see where they give pro forward progress. They'll say the 10-yard line, and they'll say first down Red Rebels. That's a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. What a positive sign to see number seven make a run like that, take a lot of tackling on him there. Number 11, Brody Blankenship leads the Tornadoes in on him. Able to make some positive yardage out of that tough run there, Wayne. Yeah, maybe in the surgery they put an extra spring in there because when he popped up after that tackle, uh, he looked fresh. But looks like there's a tornado down on this one. On this play, he is. Hopefully it's a cramp. They are working his leg out. Uh, so hopefully the best for him. But 7.40 to play here in the first half. Your Rebels in scoring position, but tied with the Tornado 7 apiece. Let's take a break. Listen to our great sponsors. When we come back, more of the 95th Annual Battle of Pistol Creek, 95.7 Duke FM. 
Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law lawfirm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. And welcome back. And Will Jones is going to go inside the five, spin near the goal line, and he is going to be down at the one-yard line. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage. As you're listening to Rebel Radio, Will Jones takes the snap, play action to Bryce Davis, and nearly called his own number for a Rebel touchdown. Makes a nice run, gets to the edge. Number seven, Elijah Cannon in on the tackle. Great run by Will Jones. And it looks like Gage Ledoux is going to come in 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 a Wildcat slash Rhino package as we're under seven. Ball on the Alcoa one-yard line. He'll be in that Wildcat formation. He'll have Bryce Davis right to his right. He's going to take the snap. He's going to clear that's not a touchdown. That's a Royale with cheese in Maribel, baby. <laughs> and and Dej Ledoux. He steps into the end zone like he's been there before, and the Denzo scoreboard just changed. Gage Ledoux, ladies and gentlemen, coming to life here at Alcoa High School. Great to see him make that tough run in the previous series and then pushes the ball into the end zone for Maribel. The Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 13 and the home standing Tornadoes 7. Looks like Cohen Babele will hold. Hudson Jamerson will kick it through. And now the Denzo scoreboard reads your Rebels 14 and the Alcoa Tornado 7. You're listening to the 95th annual Battle of Pistol Creek 95.7 Duke FM. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran-owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872, or check them out online. Smaxes.com. That's S M A X E S.com. Family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today. Think outside the box and get your axe on. From the HEP Roofing Studios, we want to be your roofer. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7 Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Welcome back to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz, and Ben, uh, good to see number seven back out there, punching it in and changing that Denzo scoreboard to 14-7 in favor of the Red Rebels. Yeah, long. A possession. And looks like number 95, that's going to be Sayre, will kick this one away straight away, and it will be a touchback. The best thing about that drive, Wayne, seven minutes and 28 seconds. You had Brandon Winton out there. You had Elijah Cannon out there. You had Eli Owens out there. So that's going to 
pay a price for the Tornadoes going in here as they try to run the offense with some guys who just got off the field. I think there's a lot of options out there. And, again, yeah, putting some mileage on the tires of the Tornadoes, no, uh, no doubt about it. Looks like it's going to be Eli Graff in at quarterback for this series. That's a uh, change. Uh, he's, a, he's a very special athlete for this Alcoa bunch. It's going to be in shotgun. He'll take the snap. He's going to play action quickly, get it to Winton. Winton's going to get the football, get outside, and he is going to be pushed out of bounds after a pickup looks like about six yards, and that'll be second and four. Gets the, gets the ball off in a bubble screen there. Royal Curtis able to rip past number 40. Here in the first half, again, a battle hit has been. Rebels now with the upper hand, 14-7. Graf's it. He's going to take the shotgun snap, going to hand it to his backer. It's going to be number eight, and he is going to be wrapped up. No, he's going to get free, and he is going to get under the defenders. Had him drop for a loss, and number that's going to be number eight. That's going to be is that Colby Barrett. Yeah, Colby Barrett gets out towards the Maryville sidelines, disappears into some white jersey, comes out of it. Number 11, Hunter Olivet. Finishes him off, but he gets the first down. I, I say it the way I said it because he's listed as a defensive back wide receiver, but he was lined up at running back. But he'll stay right in there, and Graf and Barrett got a first down for the Tornadoes. Looks like the faithful want us to stand up, and we're going to. Eli Graf's going to look to throw it out in the flat. He is going to get it to the receiver. He had a knee down, and looks like just looks like the whistle was light as uh, they did stop his progress there, everybody on it. So was the far official. Yeah, the faithful were the first ones on the call there, but the ref caught it there near the Alcoa sidelines. Second down, eight yards to go. Ball on the Alcoa 37-yard line as they work right to left here on Goddard Field. Got to get pressure in here on Eli Graff. He's been known to throw a couple interceptions on the season. Get some pressure on him. See if you can have him make a bad decision on this tough secondary for Maribel. Well, I think you got to watch the run. Eli Graff is the one with the big return on the last scoring drive for the Tornadoes. Graf's going to be in the backfield by himself. And looks like with the look they saw, Alcoa wants to take a timeout. Let's take one with them. Elite Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio and the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Stevenson Tire, three generations serving Blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years. The friendly staff at Stevenson Tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry. Competitive prices, tire repairs too. Expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 7.30 till 5. Saturday, 7.30 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week right here, Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Live from Bill Bailey Stadium on the campus of Alcoa High School, the Rebels lead 14-7 over the Tornadoes. 5.23 left to go here in the first half. Graf will stay in at quarterback position. He'll have three receivers to the left, two to the right. He'll stand back there by himself. He'll put, looks like, Barrett into motion. Barrett's going to get the sweep play. He's going to try to be patient, get upfield, and he is going to get near the 45-yard line 
They're going to give him the 45, and that's the line to gain. Should be a first down. Had some good blocking out there. Number 17, Andrew Smith in on the tackle for the Red Rebels. And we're going to see sticks still have not moved. So they're going to say third and short, maybe a half yard short. No, now they move the sticks. Now they move sticks. Maybe, maybe chain gang just unaware. Five under five to play here in the second quarter. Again, Rebels on defense been stingy to this point. McGrath going to stay in the backfield by himself. It's close to the Maryville sideline. They're going to try to make some noise. Graf's going to take the shotgun. He's going to pull it down, call his own number. He's going to get through the first line, spin off, and he is going to get into Rebel territory inside the Rebel 45 down to the 42-yard line. He's quick, Ben, and gets upfield when he knows how to. Yeah, able to make a nice spin move there at the 45-yard line. Number 24, Matthew Covert, makes the tackle, but not after he gets the first down. They back in the same formation, quickly gets to the line of scrimmage. Graf's going to take an awkward snap. Now he's going to pull it down again. He is going to get left, and he is going to get free, and he nearly got dropped in the backfield, but he squirms out of that one. He's going to pick up the first down and more. Yeah, it looked like number nine, Sam Young, was looking for the hole there. He got in the backfield, didn't get the flag, able to get to the outside. Matthew Covert able to jump out of bounds. Down tornadoes that they'll be on the Maryville 30-yard line. Again, going left to right here at Bill Bailey. 4.23 to go here in the second quarter. Again, Maryville wins the opening toss. So Alcoa looking to score at the end of the second and get the ball back to open the third quarter. Rebels going to kind of back out a little bit. Got a 4-3 defense going right now. Going to be a snap for Graf. He's going to deliver out in the flat. That's going to be Winton. He is going to be held no call. And it looks like Winton's going to catch the edge and get around and get inside the Rebel 20-yard line. Royal Curtis, I would like to, to, to issue a The outside and Winton's Royal On there on first down. It's going to be Graf with a high snap. Had to corral it. He's going to get it to Barrett. Number eight Barrett's going to go right side, push inside, and he's going to pick up the necessary yardage. Needed one, got two, Ben. Looked like number 43 in on the tackle there. Good to see Zach Hample get in on the action. Tried to get to that right side. Nice stop by Zach. Looks like Jack Carter will check out, and looks like Jonah Arms will check in. Again, just uh, trying to get some. Looks like Barrett will be to the right hip pocket of Graf. He'll stay in shotgun. Stack set to the left. Going to take the snap. He's going to run behind Barrett. Graf is going to get stopped and dropped. He's going to he's going to get talking out of his ear hole after that one. Number 53 for the Red Rebels rocked him. Yeah, how about Alex Boyd? He can play both sides of the ball. Gets in the backfield there. And Sop Choppy burr him to the turf, baby. Well, tell, talk about he does. Graf does get out of the first hand tackle. But Boyd, he doesn't use his hands. Uh, he uses his helmet and his, and his chest. <laughs> it's going to be 3-17 to He'll be alone in the backfield. He'll have three receivers to the left, two to the right. They're going to put Barrett into motion. Barrett's going to get the sweet play. He's going to try to cut up field. Now thinks better of it. Shoe laced, and he is going to be dropped after just maybe a yard gain, Ben. They have adjusted to that sweet play. Nice play. Good rip there by number 35, Caleb Reeves, to get off his block and get Matthew Covert and company back there to make the tackle. Big stop for the Red Rebels. Got to bow the back right here. It's going to be third and nine. Ball on the Maryville 16-yard line. Again, Bacon Lauderback is a good kicker. Let's force him to get out there and try one. 
Boy, Reeves and Covert got a whole bucket. Three legs, three breasts, three thighs, three wings <laughs> on that one, didn't he? Yeah, he, uh, yeah, a whole family pack. It's going to be three to the right, two to the left. Graff is going to take a little two-step drop, looks to throw it. Winton is going to catch it at the five-yard line, and he is going to push his way near the goal line, and they're going to say push back at the one. Nice uh, nice timing play delivery by Graff, and Winton just uh, went up and got it. Such a special receiver, makes a nice dig route there on the five-yard line, catches the football. But number 11 there, Hunter Olivet, steps up and makes the stop there, pulls him back, gets his progress to stop for the Red Ribbon. Well, and you talk about not giving, not giving up an inch. You know, Winton caught it with forward motion probably at the four. Any other, any other defense would have probably let him fall into the end zone. Not this group. They pushed him back at the one-yard line. Time to bow the back. Under two to play, 153 to be exact. Graff's going to have a whole load in the backfield with him. He'll take the snap. Going to hand it to Cannon. Cannon's been fresh, and Cannon will push his way into the end zone. Touchdown, Tornadoes. Again, uh, Elijah Cannon set that basically that entire series out, so he was fresh coming in, ran downhill. Yeah, Eli Graff comes in at quarterback. He causes some fits with the backers in the defense in the defensive front, able to march down the field. Score a touchdown for the Tornadoes. Yeah, long sustained drive there. Again, Eli Graff, the uh, the artist of that one. It looks like Bacon Lauderback will attempt the PAT. Hold is down. Kick is up. A high spinner, but it is good nonetheless. And we're back to a tie ball game, Ben, with 141 to go here in the second quarter. Rebels and Tornadoes tied at 14 apiece. Let's take a break. Listen to our fine sponsors when we come back. Finale of this first half, the 95th annual Battle of Pistol Creek. Don't don't miss it. We'll be right back. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the quality. Quality you deserve. And welcome back to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And Bacon Lauderback's going to kick this one. It will be returnable from the one-yard line. Looks like Jackson Wellen's going to stumble, going to go across the 20-25 out near the 30-yard line. And that's where the Red Rebels will take over first and 10. 14-all is your score at this moment. And, uh, again, a back-and-forth battle here uh, against Maryville and Alcoa. Wouldn't expect anything else, Ben. Yeah, definitely a rivalry football game for sure. 12 plays on that previous drive, 76 yards, 5 minutes, 4 seconds, time of possession. Looks like they'll quickly have a small huddle. Break the quick huddle. They'll have two receivers out wide left. He'll be stacked with Price Davis to his right hip pocket. Looks like Will Jones going to look to pitch to Price. Price going to get right. He's going to get wide, and he's going to have to be pushed out of bounds. That's Brandon Winton out there as he's going to push Price out. Let's see how many he gained. Looked like about three yards on the pickup. Should be second and seven. Good move there by Price. He tried to move the ball up the field there. Brendan Winton was able to break down, get near the backfield. He dives, tries to make a tackle, heads towards the sidelines, runs out of bounds. I like stretching the field there. Again, this wide side really working the boundaries, trying to make sure we can open up some things over the top. 
Going to be a minute 28 seconds. Again, stepping out of bounds did stop the clock. Will Jones is going to try to take one. And looks like there's going to be a stoppage of play. Is it offsides? Is it a false start? They're both pointing at each other. Yeah, came in on the right side there, Joe McCord and Blake Heckman. That's a big battle for tonight's ball game. And we're going to see the, the flag is on the Red Rebel side, but uh, looks like they're kind of talking about it, kind of seeing who was at fault there. They're talking about maybe a, uh, a hand was across the line. Uh, after discussion, it will go against the Red Rebels, uh, and so we will uh, we'll have to regroup and, and go a little farther this time. I think there was some discussion whether or not number 45, Joe McCord, was lined up in the neutral zone prior to the penalty call there, but penalty goes against the Red Rebels. They're going to say no to that question, and, yeah, it will go against the Red Rebels. It'll be, it'll be second and 12 next time by. As there's going to be two receivers to the left, one to the right. Looks like Zeke McCoy will be the high straightaway. Colton Faust. And looks like Britton Barrett. Price Davis will be to Will's left hip pocket. Will Jones in shotgun takes the snap. He's going to play action. Now Will's going to call his own number. He's going to go to the left-hand side. He's going to try to split the defenders. He is going to get across the 30-yard line. They're going to say out to the 33, and it's going to be third down. Will keeps the ball there, runs out towards the Marable sidelines, cuts up the hash marks, number 18, Brennan Dugan. We've called his number quite a bit tonight, makes the tackle for the Tornadoes. Looks like the Tornadoes will take a timeout. Let's jump down to Chris Hips. Chris, uh, again, back and forth battle. Graf comes in for the Tornadoes, drops him down the field, gets a touchdown. Uh, Just both teams emptying the cup here tonight. Yeah, fellas, I mean, it's a heavyweight match. We knew this uh, shot for shot right now. I think for Maryville, we just got to get this clock running, hopefully get this first down, and try to get some more points right quick before halftime since Alcoa does get it at the start of the second half. I, I think Coach Hunt's using this timeout to, to get some things clear with the referees. Again, I think he thought uh, one of the Alcoa defenders was in the neutral zone uh, there on that one. What did you see, Chris? I mean, from this angle, I mean, it looked like made the offensive lineman lift up, but, of course, that is one of those subject calls. It could go either way. Well, we'll come back to you, Hippie. Go ahead, Ben. Yeah, I tell you, uh, it looked like initially he got into the neutral zone, made a move there, and that drew Heckman uh, for a false start. Nonetheless, it will be third down, six yards to go. Ball on the Rebel 34-yard line, so need to make it to the 40. They need to make it to the 40-yard line to get that first down. Will Jones will be in the backfield by himself out of the timeout. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Check that. Price Davis goes in motion, goes to the right. Will Jones going to pull it down, call his own number, and Elijah Cannon shot out of one and came in the backfield and shoelace tackled Will Jones. Just swing Price Davis around towards the Maryville sidelines there. Will Jones keeps the football, tries to hit up the left hash marks there. Number seven, Elijah Cannon on the tackle. Yeah, and that will force a pump formation for the Red Rebels. Thought about it for half a second, but with a minute and 11 seconds to go, looks like they're actually going to take a timeout and think about it. A minute and 11 seconds to go, a lot of of things to think about here. Again, Alcoa gets the football to to open the second half. You don't want to give it back to them with a minute to go here in the first. So you're listening to Rebel Radio. Let's get a quick breather. We'll be right back. You're listening to the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD. 
which is 865-888-7653. Or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home with the right price. Welcome back. Looks like the Rebels out of the timeout. We'll get into pump formation, and looks like we'll step to the right, kick this one away, a high sky kick, and Winton will fair catch it at his own 34-yard line. Uh, Jamerson has ice in his veins, all kinds of tornadoes in his face, gets that one away. Yeah, Caden Bogan was right there in front of him prior to the kick. He's able to remain focused and make a nice kick there for the Red Rebels. Yeah, now the focus is get this to the half. Minute, three seconds to go. No mistakes. If, if anything, get the football back. No no score for the tornadoes if, if that's the goal. Looks like quickly. See who's back out there. Looks like it's going to be back to number 16 for the uh, – that's going to be Pajok for the tornadoes as he'll step back in. Eli Graff checking out. He'll have Elijah Cannon to his left. Pajok's going to take a three-step drop, wants to throw it. He's going to go across the middle. It is going to be in and out of the hands of, really, Nolan White and Brandon Winton, but it's going to fall incomplete. What a battle there, one-on-one. That's why they made the quarterback change. They're going to try to focus on getting points before the half, and this quarterback, compared to Eli Graff, is the one that can throw the ball downfield. However, you have to respect this Maribel secondary. Nolan White makes a nice play on the football, Wayne. And so that's going to stop the clock, 57.4 seconds to go. It'll be second and 10. Again, Alcoa with the football, tie ball game, 14-all. And as Alcoa is looking to work right to left. It will be Pajok, three-step, five-step drop. Looks like the pocket's going to collapse. He's going to be hit as he throws it. Nolan White's going to pick it off. Nolan White's going to turn it back to the 30, to the 40, and he is going to keep running to the 45, and he is going to be thrown out of bounds. That is huge. That's huge. 44 ticks, and we've got life, Ben. Yeah, Brandon Winton was nowhere near that ball. Nolan White makes a nice interception for the Red Rebels. I think hearing footsteps, feeling pressure, and taking a lick right as the ball was released. Was that one to float a little bit? And Nolan White, I use it a lot, but played center field. It's going to be a new life for the Red Rebels and Will Jones to check into this one. 44.3 seconds to go in the half. A lot of time for the Red Rebels. I'm trying to see how many timeouts we have remaining. I think it looks like we don't have timeouts, so we're going to have to move quickly here. They will set the football. I'm trying to see. Looks like a personal foul against the Tornadoes. It's actually going to march the Rebels inside Tornado territory. The next first down with 50, with 44 seconds to go will be from the Tornado 40-yard line. It's a rivalry game. you got to keep your emotions in check right there. Red Rebels are the benefactor of a mistake made by the Tornadoes. Let's see if we can get some points on it. Well, poise is a word you like to use but it's a harder word to exemplify. And so here tonight, it's being put to the test. Will Jones going to be in shotgun formation. Two receivers to the right. He'll have Price Davis directly behind him. He's going to take a play action with Price. Going to look to step up in the pocket. Wants to throw it. He's just going to have to pull it down. He is going to get nothing there. As really just good uh, good coverage downfield. Didn't allow Will to, to release it. And it looks like Maribel may have had a timeout remaining as they're going to take one and step to the sideline and think about it. Showed some good pocket presence there, able to step up in the pocket, not force any throws. Number seven there, Elijah Cannon in on the stop. 
Yeah, it looks like the scoreboard here at Alcoa High School has it flipped. Alcoa is actually out of timeouts. Maryville now with one timeout remaining. So they're going to think about this one. Ball, actually, they're going to say a one-yard loss on that play, Ben. Uh, it's going to be at the 41-yard line. I think theoretically you probably need to, what, get it down to maybe the, the 15, between the 15, 20-yard line for, for – for Jamerson to get a, a good attempt off. Yeah, Jamerson's got that 35-yarder he kicked against Cleveland, so you're going to try to target somewhere around near the 20-yard line. Uh, but excellent play there by Will Jones on that man coverage on the outside. It just wasn't there, able to step up in the pocket, not take negative yardage. Good play there by Will. Yeah, just a, just a small loss of one right there, but really uh, just trying to, trying to steal one here as the, the ball game is tied 14 apiece, 36 seconds to go. And Maryville staring at a second 11 inside Tornado territory. Quickly back to the line of scrimmage out of the timeout. They'll have two receivers to the right, two to the left. Will Jones will have Price Davis to his right hip. They're going to put Colton Faust into motion, play action to Price Davis. Looking to throw it to Eli Elkins. Elkins has it in the middle of the field. He's going to get the first down. And he is going to get inside the 30 down to the 27. And we're going to run some clock here. Looks like they laid on us to try to slow us down. But we're going to quickly get back to the line of scrimmage. You didn't realize the Elk could do a button hook like that, but way to do a button hook there. Number 11, Brody Blankenship in on the tech. I'm trying to see what the what the call is. Looks like the clock didn't start on that one. That one's kind of an interesting piece. But I don't see anybody took a timeout, but they're kind of hanging there. Maybe an official timeout. Looks like one of the tornadoes may be tying their cleat. Now looks like they are adjusting the clock. Uh, they'll adjust it down to 30 seconds to go here in the second quarter. Quickly, the Rebels back to the line of scrimmage. Will Jones takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. Price going to split the defenders, get near the 20-yard line. They'll say the 21 when they drop time of possession, and they're going to quickly get back and try to uh, try to clock it. Who's going to be under center? He's going to clock it, and there will be 12.9 seconds to go as he clocks it on the 21-yard line, Ben. I'm not even playing, and I'm stressed out. Yeah, take a breath, buddy. What a play. What a play as, as poise, aggression, uh, knowing where you're at and what you need to be doing. This young Rebel football team has been put to the test here in 2023, and uh, it's quiz time here at Alcoa High School. Price makes a nice run on that previous play. He cuts back between the center and the guard and gets some positive yardage there, We're able, able to get back on the football, stop the clock. So obviously down this low, uh, I don't think you take any uh, any run plays here. So you're taking shots at the end zone. Uh, I think you get one look at it, and then you bring on the field goal unit. 12.9 seconds. Will Jones going to have Price Davis to his left, two receivers to the left. Stack set is going to be, and looks like they didn't see what they wanted to see. And Coach Hunt's going to take his final timeout and bring his troops to the sideline to talk about it. 12.9 seconds to go. Let's take one with them. Ali Franks of Volunteer Home Mortgage Timeout. You're listening to Rebel Radio, 95.7 Duke FM. Well, it's finally fall, and now's the time to refinance your home mortgage. If you've purchased a home in the last few years, gotten a divorce, gotten remarried, need to pay some bills or make home improvements, or you just need to save some money each month, call me. I'm Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500. Let's run some numbers. Rates are still at historic lows, and we might save you some money. Again, I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage at 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER 
to 33655. NMLS 1641325. To the junk be gone game of the week 95.7 duke fm out of the timeout 12.9 seconds to go and a tie ball game 14 apiece here in the battle of pistol creek maryville with the football on the alcoa 21 yard line will jones and shotgun's going to take a shotgun snap three-step drop going to look to uncork it to the end zone it is going to be Britton barrett jump ball and it is going to be picked off in the end zone by eli graff turn back the rebels there at the end of the first half uh, just a jump ball. You like your options there with Britton Barrett. Just Eli cuts in front of Britton in the corner of the end zone and just pulls it down. Yeah, tries to throw a post corner to, towards the pylon in the back of the end zone there. Great coverage by number 12, Eli Graff. He makes the interception for the Alcoa Tornadoes. Yeah, just a, like Hippie said, a heavyweight bout. And uh, Eli Graff, number 12, picks this one off. So back on defense, 3.3 seconds to go till the half. Um, We'll see if Alcoa really takes a shot or if we just put this one to a knee and then play the second 24 minutes. We'll see. Again, I like the play call. It just, uh, again, Graf making a heck of a play right there. Yeah, love the play call. Well executed by Eli Graf. Graf right back in there at at quarterback. He's going to hand it to Elijah Cannon. Cannon's going to get the football, and he'll go left side, pick up maybe a yard, and it is going to be all she wrote. And we'll see. There's a flag here at the end of the first half, guys. Come on, keep your poise. Not sure who made the the infraction, but we'll see. I'm assuming this will have to be assessed at the at the start of the third quarter, unless we have an untimed down. Yeah, let's see what the call is, Wayne. Again, Alcoa will receive the uh, kick in the sec to open the second half, and so we'll see. It'll be a dead ball, personal foul against the Tornadoes. And we'll see, uh, we'll see what's going to happen here. So that, effectively, that should end the half. And looks like that will, as the Rebels will head to their locker room or to the visiting side. And and really, guys, you got to be proud if you're a Rebel. Tie ball game here on the road at Alcoa, a 7-0 region champ, seven-time state champ, Alcoa Tornadoes, battling with this young bunch of Rebels. Got to love the fight in your kids. We're going to take a break, listen to some great sponsors. When we come back, the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Denzo loves to cheer on their team, and now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at denzocareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984. 
844-324-4355. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies, to check out the Village Tinker, just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo? Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home. Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court? Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready? Gotta run. Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer? Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols. If you have junk that you need gone, give a buzz to Junkie Gone. We're locally owned with the number one junk removal in East Tennessee for the past 18 years. Junkie Gone offers 15-yard driveway dumpsters. We can do demolition or we can bring a two-man crew to load it up for you. Give us a buzz at 865-675-5865 or visit us on the web at junkbegone.biz. Junkie Gone is proud to bring you the Maryville High School Football Game of the Week. When there's stuff that you have gone, give a buzz to Junkie Gone. Welcome into the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. I'm Wayne Kaiser alongside Ben Metz. And, Ben, I think it's the tell of the tape. Here's the, the, the Cadunza halftime stats or end-of-quarter stats. I think it tells you all you need to know. Just a super battle, tight-knit group right here. Rushing yards, 23 touches, 93 yards for the Red Rebels. 13 carries for the Tornado, 75 yards on the ground. Passing yards, 48 for the Rebels, 60 for Alcoa. Again, just uh, defensively doing a lot of nice things. Two scores on the board for each team, 14 all. 31 total plays for 141 for the Rebels. 25 total plays for 135 for Alcoa. Yeah, this isn't a rivalry game, is it? I mean, both of these stat lines look very similar. So that's where you see a lot of this tension that you saw in the first half with these players and them competing against one another, getting these personal fouls. Uh, definitely the battle of Pistol Creek, buddy. Now, honestly, I think there's a lot of friends on this field once they're not in uniform. But once the, the kickoff happened, these two teams want to win so bad for their own their own guys, their own team. So, yeah, it, it's going to be a battle for sure. Looking at individual stats, Price Davis leads the rushing category for the Red Rebels, 13 touches, 71 yards. Will Jones has seven touches for 17 yards. And Gage Ledoux, if you're just joining us, checked in for three carries, five yards, and a touchdown. So he's had an impact on tonight's game. Glad to see him dressed out for any just for that fact. But then he's back and, of course, uh, contributing here in the Battle of Pistol Creek. Yeah, those two runs he had, the first one, he ran right up to the teeth of that defense and took on a lot of backers and linemen, able to get some positive yardage. And it was great to see him make that cut in between the guard and tackle and punch in a touchdown for the Red Rebels. 
Yeah, big, big-time play there. And honestly, to go to the half scored, again, I think it's a it's a drive-by-drive, series-by-series kind of matchup here tonight. Uh, you talk about a dance. Well, it's not a, it's not a slow dance. It's going to be a salsa at best. And really, both teams uh, making adjustments, trying new things. Eli Graff really uh, – Probably the the MVP right now for the Tornadoes. But on the Rebels' side, uh, Price Davis in a big moment, in a big game, he's stepping up and carrying the load. Yeah, Price has been able to run between those tackles and not shy from anyone, whether it be Elijah Cannon or whoever, on that defensive side of the football. But you talked about Eli Graff. He comes in, plays a little bit of quarterback. He's very very decisive with the ball. He's able to make that spin move earlier and get some positive yardage before taking out of bounds by Hunter Olivet. This is a guy who can kick return the football like he did on the kickoff in the first quarter, make some big plays with his feet, very quick and nimble. Yeah, and you look at the receiving category. Price Davis leads that as well. Three catches, 18 yards and a touchdown. Britton Barrett, one catch, 16, and Eli Elkins, one for 14. Really, the lone really receiver for for Alco is Brandon Winton. He's got seven catches, 57 yards, a 17-yard long. Eli Owens does have one catch for three yards. But really, it's been the Winton show. Whoever's in at quarterback likes number zero for the Tornadoes. Yeah, and let's not let's let's give some credit to Royal Curtis tonight. He's got an interception. Nolan White has an interception. They've played very well on those receivers, on Brendan Witten. There was a catch made by Witten in the first quarter. It was a little bit behind him. Great coverage by Matthew Covert. He had his hands on him, and it was on a fourth down. He was able to convert and get that first down on that play. It could have been a turnover on downs, but great effort by this defense. Yeah, couldn't couldn't agree more, but let's jump down and see if we can all agree. Mr. Hips, uh, a first half uh, that, that probably most people – I uh, didn't expect, I think we hoped for, but didn't expect. But tonight, the Rebels and Tornadoes battling it out for the first 24. Yeah, fellas, I mean, I think looking at our keys to the game, we've checked almost all the boxes right now. We're ahead in the uh, turnover battle. You know, minus that interception down there, I think the offense has drove the ball um, incredibly well against this stacked Alcoa defense we've heard so much. And then on the flip side of that, Yes, uh, Alcoa's got an end zone twice on us, but they're having to do this with methodical drives and use up clock. This is a team that's average, I think, was one one minute and 32 seconds is their average for scoring a touchdown on their drives. Uh, they're around, what, six minutes of drive right now against this Maribel defense. Uh, the bend and don't break method has worked tonight. And then what Coach Hunt was saying toward the half, he's uh, to his teammate or to the players that see we're going, he said, this is dogfight, boys, but we're still in it. Uh, we said 24 minutes. See what happens in the second half. Yeah, I think you've put yourself in a place to uh, to be successful. Again, you just got to be the best team in the second half. Yeah, that's a great point, Hippie, about owning time of possession. You know, we, we had 27 minutes to opponents 20 coming into the game. That Cleveland game, 32 minutes uh, for to, to, the, to their 15 minutes. And then, yeah, going into the second half, 14-28 for the Red Rebels. 9.32 for Alcoa, so very good job owning that time of possession. Yeah, and I think it's going to be huge as we push down the stretch here that we didn't allow Alcoa to double dip. We didn't allow them to score here and take the lead at the end of the first half and then, of course, come out and maybe have success in the second half. They call it the middle eight, Ben, the last four minutes of the first half, the first four minutes of the second half. Going to be huge in this ball game, and I think we've, we've probably taken advantage of the first four. Yeah, and one key play I want to cover from the first – from the second quarter, it was fourth down and six, and Price Davis was able to make a big conversion there on fourth down. That resulted in Gage Ledoux making a big run and then making a spin move and scoring a touchdown. So let's not lose track of what Price did. Like you said, 
for us in the in the second quarter there. Yeah, he's done a lot tonight, and we're probably going to need a little bit more out of him. But as we're at the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show, the Marching Red Rebels out there showing out to the home crowd here at Alcoa High School, and we're just back here enjoying what we can hear. Uh, but the Rebel faithful getting them some concessions, uh, getting ready for a tough-fought 24 minutes, getting ready for the second half that's going to be just as hard fought. But do want to give a shout-out before we take our break. Uh, Mr. Jeff Weaver, uh, he's at home recovering from knee surgery, told me uh, this week he's going to listen to Rebel Radio. You know, he's usually at work at these football games, so I hope he's enjoying what he's hearing. I hope he's enjoying it. And, Jeff, man, it's not the same without you, but I know you're here in spirit because Jeff Weaver is Rebel through and through. There isn't a guy with a bigger heart, Wayne. You, me, and Hippie talk about it all the time. This is a guy that just devotes a lot of time to Maryville High School, and and, th- and he doesn't get paid to do this stuff, right? He, he just yeah. devotes his time to these kids and their experiences. So we're thinking of you, Jeff. Get speedy recovery, buddy. Doesn't ask for it either. Jeff Weaver, we are Jeff Weaver fans. If T-shirts are made, we are up for purchase. But, uh, but we're going to take us a break, listen to our fine sponsors. You're listening to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. Delosier Realty and Auction asks, why auction? Many people, when selling property or settling a parent's or grandparent's estate, choose Delosier Realty and Auction. But why an auction? Because Delosier does it all for you. From organizing to marketing to the actual auction to cleanup and closing, just give Delosier the keys and they'll come take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and Auction in Maryville. Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply with all the tools and equipment you could ever need for your lawn care. It's time to aerate and seed for fall and their staff has the knowledge to get you the right products for your lawn including proven turf grass technologies, tall fescue blend, custom organic blends, and more. And don't forget that fall fertilizer. When it comes time to cut that new lawn, Dickens Supply has the top brands you can trust including the grass-fed bulls of Toro and Ferris commercial mowers. Use what the pros use. Shop Dickens Turf and Landscape Landscape Supply in Knoxville and Maryville online at DickensSupply.com. Kadunza. 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 Unusual name, exceptional service. On your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi. Kadunza is locally owned and operated on Middlebrook Pike. Not your typical auto repair shop. There's no pressure. Upfront cost estimates on your BMW, Mini Cooper, Mercedes, and Audi service, repairs, and maintenance. Call 246-6569 or Kadunza.com. K-A-D-U-N-Z-A.com. Cadenza is a proud sponsor of the Maryville Rebels. It's barbecue time in Maryville, and Pistol Creek Eats is your local fix for award-winning melt-in-your-mouth brisket and barbecue. They're a fan-favorite barbecue food truck in our area, and Pistol Creek Eats can be available for your block parties, catering, and tailgate needs. Looking for a quick stop for quality barbecue? Look no further than a Taste of Blunt award winner in Pistol Creek Eats. You can check out their website, PistolCreekEats.com, or you can check them out on social media to see where they're going to be each and every week, but Pistol Creek Eats, Blunt County's own top shelf barbecue, and you can thank me later. Yeah, you can hear me now. And welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here on Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you're just joining us, it's a tie ball game here at Bill Bailey uh, Stadium. 
uh, here on the campus of Alcoa High School. 14 apiece, Rebels and Tornadoes in the 95th annual Battle of Pistol Creek. But, Ben, uh, scores around the area. We haven't had a chance to really look up or breathe very much, but a lot of games going on. A couple final from last night. Yeah, first we're going to start with the game of interest, Bradley Central 15, Cleveland 7. So that has some implications for us. Bradley's up 15-7 to in the second quarter. Farragut, Hardin Valley at Hardin Valley, 14 to nothing, Farragut. William Blunt, 7, Saudi Daisy, 0. That's a first quarter score. Cosby at Eagleton, 0-7 to in the second quarter. That's in favor of Eagleton there. In favor of Eagleton. And then first quarter score, Middle Tennessee, Oakland 0, Ravenwood 6. It's an interesting, that's a one to watch. It'd be interesting how many possessions Oakland's had in that one. Both teams in that matchup, 7-1. and one. Uh, so not uh, not an out pairing there uh, for for the the Patriots and I, I think Ravenwood. I can't remember their mascot. Not important at this point. But anyway, uh, Maryville has completed their their halftime field show. Alcoa's band setting up here. Uh, but Ben, a lot uh, a lot to look around the area. Do want to give some shout outs, of course, to our great sponsorship team. Uh, we can't do it without you. Got a lot of great ones. Junk be gone. You've heard a lot here tonight. Pistol Creek Eats and REO Cheese Wagon. They're two local food trucks. If if that's the game, if you're interested in that, you can't find any two better ones than Pistol Creek Eats and REO Cheese Wagon. Follow them exactly as I said it. Pistol Creek Eats or REO Cheese Wagon. R E O Cheese Wagon. Uh, you can also check them out, PistolCreekEats.com or REOCheeseWagon.com. They've provided uh, press box food for Rebel Radio when we're at home all year this year. Great, great sponsor there. Yeah, and if you're in Knox County or Sevier County, Pistol Creek Eats and REO Cheese Wagon, you need to come out, check out those two eateries. Um, they make excellent food, and just they keep providing yeah. different menu items each week. Wayne. Yeah, I may or may not hit them up through the, the work week, uh, find their location, and go track them down. May or may not have that happen. Uh, also, uh, great sponsors that's been with us a long time, Stevenson Tire. Uh, again, they're in Eagleton, but Steve is a, a, a Maryville alumni, so very excited to, to have him on board there. Kitchen Tune-Up, uh, they've been with us the last couple years. Uh, new to the, to the sponsorship, at least at the naming rates, Cody Knuckles of Keller Williams, Barnett Roofing, Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply. Uh, also new is Delosier Auction Company this year. Cadunza European Auto Service. Uh, Underground Connections. And if you if you see us here tonight, if you're listening maybe via headset and you see us, hats, hoodie, T-shirts, anything you see us or Mr. Hips in, it's provided by Pokies. Check them out. They've got tornado stuff uh, also. But, again, we're rocking the Rebel gear, and it came straight from Pokies. Great, great location. They also own the Village Tinker. Yeah, Andy and the guys really hooked us up this season, Wayne. But you talked about kitchen tune-up. I didn't realize that, you know, I was thinking about replacing my cabinets in my kitchen. But, really, they do a great job refinishing and resurfacing cabinets. That's the way to go. Yeah, I think they call it cabinet refacing. Refacing. Because they say a lot of times houses are built with – good wood cabinets in their homes and so it's not a matter of the quality it's just paint or or the finish there and they can do a good job you you can still you don't have to move out of your house to get your kitchen redone is what we're trying to say but great sponsors here and uh, just want to give them the shout out they deserve always a local tailgate spot here before the football game tonight food city we've been at all the locations here in blunt county they've been a great host uh, each and every home game weekend and of course tonight's matchup uh, Denso Manufacturing, again, a, a staple in Maryville for 33 years. Uh, 
never had a layoff. They do. They hire local people. Uh, have a Denzo only doctor. There's benefits f- with working at Denzo that you know I think a lot of people talk about, but Denzo delivers. So check them out. Smoky Mountain Axe House, Lee Frank's a Volunteer Home Mortgage, Huddleston Law Firm, El Himador, Twin City Certified. If you're like, how many sponsors do they have? We're gonna say a lot, but we love each and every one of them. So I just want to give them the due they they deserve. But uh, want to appreciate our sponsors. Of course, you can follow all of those guys on their social media outlets you can search them but also you can follow us facebook twitter uh again we have an instagram but if you see it and you think we don't do anything you'd be right but we have a facebook and a twitter that we're extremely active on and you uh you can definitely get all the up-to-date stuff we like things that kids are doing what colleges have offered them we also all the way to we we post the chorus and the band concert schedule just because it's it's a marvel thing it's not a football thing it's not a radio thing it's a marvel thing and we embrace that and love it yeah and how about the faithful posting pictures like sitting by a campfire at night and listening to the game so we appreciate the faithful for listening to us and appreciate the sponsors for allowing us to do it, buddy. Ben took my thunder. That was the last but not least quote was going to be thanks to anybody listening tonight, whether you're a Maryville faithful. Again, uh, we, we enjoy, appreciate each and every week you guys listening. But if anybody uh, on the, the at the field tonight uh, listening by way and, and they support Alco, we appreciate you listening here as well. Again, we're trying to uh, – obviously we have uh, – we do have opinions. Uh, but but ultimately we want to call a good ball game. So appreciate everyone that listens and the uh, the energy that they bring to help us stay pepped up. But uh, uh, let's take another break, men. Listen to some great sponsors. When we come back, we'll finish up this uh, this Barnett Roofing halftime show and of course get ready for a big time second half here at Alcoa, the 95th annual Battle of Pistol Creek. You're listening 95.7 Duke FM. Craving some amazing eats today? REO Cheese Wagon features a gourmet grilled cheese selection made to order. Their menu includes some old favorites and unexpected pairings to keep you coming back for more. Voted Reader's Choice Best Food Truck in Blunt County, I guarantee somewhere between Nacho Mama and Blackberry Smoke you will find your favorite. Follow REO Cheese Wagon on Facebook so you can mark your calendars on where to find that cheesy goodness each day. Or visit their website at REOCheeseWagon.com. REO Cheese Wagon, grilled cheese with a gourmet twist. Are you looking to buy or sell a home in East Tennessee? Want a realtor with the honesty and integrity you deserve? Then you need to call Cody Knuckles with Keller Williams Realty in Maryville. Cody is a realtor who invests in our local community and will work for you on your buying or selling project. He's people-focused and faith-driven to get the job done for you and make your real estate dreams a reality. So pick up the phone and call 865-404-3033. That's 865-404-3033. And let Cody Knuckles take your real estate goals from a First down to a touchdown. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production of warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at DenzoCareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. 
El Jimador Mexican Grill, a Blunt County tradition for 20 years. El Jimador Mexican Grill is fast, filling, and fantastic Mexican food at a fair price. Come to El Jimador Mexican Grill for daily lunch specials, Monday through Saturday from 11 till 4. Dine in for a great dinner with family and friends, or call ahead for takeout anytime. Open Sunday through Thursday till 10, Friday and Saturday until 10.30. Your fiesta awaits at El Jimador Mexican Grill, 1705 East Lamar Alexander Parkway in Maryville. Call 8 6-5-6-8-1-60-40. El Jimador Mexican Grill, a proud sponsor of Blunt County Sports. And welcome back to the Barnett Roofing Halftime Show right here, Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Looks like Chris is preparing to be with the head football coach, uh, but Coach Hunt's about the details, trying to get this second half plan underway before he uh, gets there. But looks like Chris has him. Hey, Chris, looks like you got the coach. Yeah, fellas, down here with Coach Hunt. Coach Hunt, um, well executed first half. Um, uh, tied game still. I look. All you know, it seems like breaking some big runs defensively, coming up with the big plays. Uh, what are you looking like for um, the second half out of your team? More of the same, man. Our kids are playing. Are playing so stinking hard. It's awesome. Been fun, fantastic first half, and you know Alco is so good. They're gonna make plays. It's 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 inevitable. But we're we're hanging in there, fighting our rear ends off, and uh, we believe. I mean, we think we can hang with them. So we got 24 minutes to find out, and I can't wait. All right, coach, prove Thanks, it to them. Thank you. you. Hey, again, right there, Coach Hunt. There's uh, there's no blink. There's no wink. There's no letting up uh, from Coach Derek Hunt. Love the uh, love the intensity there. Makes you feel good, doesn't it? That he's very he's. He's positive about how we played that first half. He's liking the decisions that are being made. Just continue with that momentum going into the second half, Wayne. Yeah. So, Chris, I kind of cut you off there. Uh, <laughs> did he did he look as intense as he sounded? He is very intense. But going into halftime, I love the intensity he he had with the players. He said, "Hey, we're in this game. 24 minutes. We've held so far against this explosive offense." Why not believe? I think we got a chance here in the second half to put up some big points again. I couldn't agree more, Hips. Uh, ben, we talked about it early on. Uh, we, we've got some young kids that this is maybe their first run at this. Will Jones, first Maryville Alcoa game. He's been here. His brother played in several of these. Uh, he's been through his, his childhood, been to all of them. But this is his first time being in between the, the sticks, if you will. Uh, he, I think he's done a good job in the first half. But you talk about Colton Faust. You talk about uh, some of these young players. First time starting in this matchup. And I'll agree with Coach Hunt. They're playing their tails off. They're, they're playing with so much grit, so much heart. And ultimately hanging right there with the defending 3A state champ seven times running. Yeah, what's really been impressive about these young guys is their decision-making. So Will Jones – making those decisions very quickly on the fly to pull the ball down and get the positive yardage. He even made a spin move there late in the first quarter that set up the Gage Ledoux touchdown. So uh, great play by the young guys. Continue to see those guys grow and develop as a Maribel Red Rebel fan, buddy. Yeah, and I think, you know, we talk about ball security. We talk about taking care of it. Ultimately, that, that interception in the end zone at the end of the first half, that's not not taking care of the football. That's forcing the issue. And really, it just didn't end up on our side. Uh, the lack of ball security or taking care of it on Alcoa's side has allowed us to have some opportunities. Honestly, we don't pick it off. We don't have that drive to, to possibly go up. So I think we're, we're making some opportunities ourselves on defense, and I think it's just in the second half. Can our depth, can our, uh, can our youth, can our grit that we've built over the last, you know, eight ball games, can we 
can we persevere? Can we have the last uh, last breath out at the end of this one? But, Ben, uh, looks like uh, they are wrapping up this halftime. Uh, looks like they're still warming up, so may add some minutes. But let's take a break. Listen to one good sponsor when we come back. Second half action here on the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. At half, it's 14-all, Maryville and Alcoa. You're listening to, to Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Located in Maryville, Tennessee, Huddleston Law Firm was founded in 2005 by Rob Huddleston with a mission to provide top-notch legal services to the residents of Blunt and Knox counties, as well as many surrounding counties. Huddleston Law Firm is ready to fight for you in criminal or juvenile court, simple wills and divorces, child custody and adoption matters, and domestic law services. Call Huddleston Law Firm at 865-983-5500 or go online to the Huddleston Law Firm.com. Huddleston Law Firm understands you have many options in East Tennessee for representation. They realize that fact and always appreciate your business. Are you ready to think outside the box? If I'm talking to you, then head on down to Smoky Mountain Axe House. Conveniently located in New Midland Plaza in Alcoa, Smoky Mountain Axe House is your one-stop shop for a good time. Veteran owned and operated and a member of the World Axe Throwing League, so when it comes to throwing axes, these guys can get you up to speed in record pace. Open to the public Thursday through Sunday and booking appointments now. Give them a call, 865-268-5872 or check them out online smaxes.com that's s-m-a-x-e-s.com family friendly to all ages and ready to book your appointment today think outside the box and get your axe on stevenson tire three generations serving blunt and surrounding counties for over 60 years the friendly staff at stevenson tire is ready to assist you and get you back on the road quickly with the most trusted tire brands in the industry competitive prices tire repairs too. expect real hometown service at Stevenson Tire. The name to trust in East Tennessee is Stevenson Tire. 2411 East Broadway Avenue in Maryville. Online at stevensontire.net or call 865-983-1621. Monday through Friday, 730 till 5. Saturday, 730 till noon. Close Sunday. Stevenson Tire. Broadcasting from the Hep Electrical Studios. We want to be your electrician. We're WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. And welcome back as we're in the second half here at the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week. Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. Is that not the creepiest thing ever? They're playing Thunderstruck here at Alcoa High School, and we just came back to Thunderstruck. Like, you don't match that stuff up. That's that's a sign right there. But at the end of the day, they did a light show here. Not sure the safety of said light show, but they did it nonetheless here at Alcoa High School. Got it bouncing with the music. Um, but as we're nearing the end of this one, a couple other scores from last night, just so no one thinks that we don't. Don't, don't agree or, or don't prefer to, to present those scores. Heritage did play last night. Uh, they fell to Central, knocked Central 41-33. to And then Greenback also played last night. They get a big win over Sunbright, 46-14. to so, so two teams in action a, a night ago. So a, so a limited list uh, here in uh, on Friday night. But looks like we're updating as early as often as we can. Bradley Central is uh, leading uh, 15 to 7 over Cleveland. That's a big uh, Bradley County rivalry, similar to what we're doing here. Yeah, big playoff implications with that game right there. If Bradley's able to knock off Cleveland, that will secure a playoff spot for the Red Rim. 
It will, and uh, as they're uh, they're getting hyped up, getting ready to go, the lights do come back on. And, again, both teams out to kick this one to start the second half. Again, Rebels get the opening kick, so Alcoa will get the second half opening kick. And so it will be Alcoa in kick formation. So I haven't done that a whole, whole bunch tonight. But it looks like Winton will be the, the immediate deep man straight away. And then you will have, looks like, Graf far to the far side. And then you'll have number 18, Brennan Dugan, here to the close side on the Maryville sideline. So Coach Nix and Coach Hunt are going to want to see those penalties cleaned up here in the second half. Maribel's going to want to find a solution for Eli Graff. And then Coach Nix, he's got to look for ways to stop the play action of Will Jones and the receivers. And to speak about the penalties, one did carry over from the first half. Alcoa got an unsportsmanlike at the end of the first half. So the Rebels will actually kick away. Uh, starting at the Alcoa 45-yard line. For reference, they will kick off on top of the Alcoa Tornado in the midfield. And I will be curious in the second half to see if Nix continues to test that secondary. Two interceptions by the Red Rebels this evening. It's interesting. So they are up at the at the line kind of preparing for possible onside kick. Looks like, uh, looks like Eli Owens will be the center, the most up man, if you will. You'll have Dugan. You'll have uh, a lot of hands team. Up front, so I think they're 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 planning for something. But looks like Sayre will kick this one away as he'll step it off. He'll stand at his no onside kick there. Just uh, don't allow a return. I think that's a big advantage. And the Tornadoes will have to go the long way, bring it out to their own 20-yard line. Nice kick, just putting that ball into the back of the end zone. Yeah, I think, you know, maybe they had some options there should Alcoa just uh, kind of sleepwalk out there. But I think, you know, they saw the hands team out there and just went with it, just kicked it out of the back of the end zone. Trying to see who's in it. Quarterback looks like the next drive will be Graf, and he'll have Elijah Cannon to his left. Last drive, it was uh, it was Barrett his back. And so it looks like Eli Graf will keep the football on first down. He'll run straight ahead forward. He'll get out to the 26-yard line on the quarterback keeper straight away. It'll be second four. Designed quarterback run up the middle of the field. Crazy eights, Jack Carter in on the tackle. There is a ton of people here as there's a whole bunch there at the concession stand, but over here on the grassy knoll, it's just a full house here at uh, Goddard Field, Bill Bailey Stadium uh, for what's what to this point has been a dandy. Graf sets up in shotgun, second and four. He'll have Cannon to his left. He's going to take the snap, gives it to, to Cannon. Cannon's going to go to the right, and he is going to be stacked up, stood up, and he is going to be dropped at the 29-yard line. So it's going to be third and one. Infestation of the red-black in the backfield there. Jack Carter leads the charge, makes a nice tackle. Yeah, and he, Eli, Elijah Cannon, it's going to be hard. He, he is a fall-forward kind of running back, uh, but do stop him short of the line to gain. It will be third and short. Uh, at the Alcoa 29-yard line. Again, score is Alcoa 14, Rebels 14 here early in the third quarter. A Tullahoma hamster short of a first down, buddy. <laughs> oh, say that three times fast. But looks like this is going to be a power set. You're going to have Owens. You're going to have Dugan. You're going to have Cannon. Cannon's going to get it straight away. He is going to get stacked and stood up. Stacked and stood up. They had all the beef they could carry, and they couldn't get the yard. The defense turns them back. It is going to be no gain, fourth and one. Oliver charging downhill on that one, makes a nice tackle with a bunch of Red Rebels. Big stop for the Red Rebel. And this is going to be a huge call right here. You are on your own 29-yard line. 
And doesn't, and it looks like maybe Graf, which Graf is the punter, and he set up deep, but I would not, I would not rule out the fake here. Graf is deep. He is the punter on this football team, but again, at fourth and one on your own 29, guts would be an understatement. And looks like it is going to get back to Graf. Graf is going to pull it down. He's going to try to get the get the first down. He is going to get the first down. Again, saw, unfortunately, felt that one. Great blocking on the right side by the Tornadoes. Number 24, Matthew Covert, has to make the tackle after the first down is gained. I think setting up in pump formation made us hesitate a little bit and allowed Graf to kind of get in full motion there. Honestly, Graf had that, that distance in the backfield to get to a full head of steam. Looks like he'll stay in at quarterback. Again, he, he has been the, the motor that's kept this thing running early. Nine and a half to play here in the third quarter. Graf in the backfield. Cannon will flip, and they'll move him out in motion in the flat. Graf is going to pump. He's going to pull it down. Graf's going to go straight ahead forward. He'll get near the 35-yard the line. Ball is out. Ball is out. Rebels have the football. Rebels have the football. Go to the well one too many times. You're going to bring back an empty bucket. Matthew Covert makes the strip in number 35, the blind side bandit. Caleb Reeves dies on the football. Red Rebels ball, baby. That's a huge play. Again, Eli Graff being the lone runner here. Has, he was tired, probably was sweaty, and ultimately the ball spurted out, and here come the Red Rebels. That's a, that's a huge shock right there. Rebels take over first and 10 on the Alcoa 36-yard line. Big turn of events here. Big turn of events indeed. Will Jones out in shotgun formation with 9.13 to go. He's going to talk to Price Davis, puts him to his right hip pocket. Now he's going to flip him to his left. Three receivers to the right. He's going to put Eli Elkins in motion. Takes the shotgun snap. Keeps it. Calls his own number. He's going to go straight ahead forward inside the 30-yard line down near the 25. It's going to be near a first down, Ben. Let's see where they mark him. Great job selling the play fake. The Price Davis goes up the hash marks there. Nobody there to make the tackle in the in the first level. Brody Blankenship, number 11, finally and, stops. And that is going to be a Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. They'll mark it at the Alcoa 26-yard line, 10-yard pickup. Will Jones stands in shotgun formation. He'll keep Price Davis straight away behind him. He'll have Colton Faust, Britton Barrett out to the high side. He'll have a stack set with Eli Elkins to the left. Looks like Will Jones will take a low snap. He's going to look. He's going to call his own number. Goes around the left side. Cuts up field. He's going to get to the 20-yard line. Lower his shoulder, Ben. And he's going to push near, let's just see, toward the 19-yard line. And I think I think Alcoa possibly will be called for another unsportsmanlike. Great job by Will Jones. He's in the pistol formation. He looks out towards the Alcoa sidelines for a flat route. Not there. He calls his own number. Number 11, Brody Blankenship on the tackle. First down, Red Rebel. They're still talking about it, but Alcoa looks to be un, uh, unhappy about the call. And here's the white hat. Personal foul against Alcoa. It will add to the healthy run that Will Jones had there on first down. You talked about the young man's decision-making right there on that play call. He had a read out towards the Alcoa sidelines. It immediately was not there. He keeps the ball, rolls out towards the Maribel sidelines, gets the first down. Well, I don't know if I'm Mr. Rogers, but the word of the day, boys and girls, is poise. Will Jones has poise all day long. Am I supposed to spell it after that? or? Well, it's showing up on the screen if, if, you, <laughs> if you subscribe to my channel. But anyway, uh, Will Jones is going to get back out. He will have a small huddle. 
Uh, he'll quickly break it. They are now inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. They're down actually uh, to the Alcoa 10-yard line. It'll be, let's say, say first and 10 from the 11s, what they're going to call it. Will Jones will move. Uh, looks like Colton Faust into motion. And looks like there is going to be a penalty on the play. Maybe uh, we're going to see. It's going to back up against the Rebels. Maybe illegal formation. False start. False start. One or the other. They're going to call false start against the Red Rebels. It will back them up five-yard line. Five yards. So it will be first and 15 from the 16-yard line. Almost looked like a disconcerting act, Wayne, there at the line of scrimmage, trying to call the cadence while the quarterback's trying to snap the football. That's a penalty if that's what they're trying to do. I think Maribel was looking for that penalty there. Did not get it. They're going to call it against the Red Rebel. Looks like they're going to check Gage Ledoux into the lineup late. They'll quickly get to the line of scrimmage. Gage will actually be in the Wildcat formation. Call it the Rhino. He's going to take the snap. He's going to go right behind Price Davis. He's going to kick wide. He's going to lower the shoulder and pound some some tornadoes, and he's going to be pushed out of bounds. Looks like tornadoes taunting the officials just a little bit. Uh, Walk with their hands over their head all the way back to the line of scrimmage. Gage Ledoux able to get to the edge there and start up field number 11. Brody Blankenship in on the tackle. Looks like it's going to be about second and 13, so I'm going to say a pickup of two yards. Ball will be on the Alcoa 14-yard line. Again, it will be you can get a first down inside the one, and you can get a touchdown if you get another yard. It's going to be Will Jones back, takes a shotgun snap. He's going to look to fake the pitch. Now he's going to look to throw it. He's throwing it into the end zone, and looks like Eli Graff is going to hop the route and pick him off again in the end zone. What a play. Eli Graff, a one-man a one man show here for the Tornadoes. Yeah, Graff and Baird in man coverage down there in the corner of the end zone. Will Jones steps up in the pocket, underthrows the ball a little bit, interception by the Tornadoes. He has a twitch about him. He was on the ground nearly before that ball was thrown, and he launches into the air and just high points it over Barrett. What a play. Saves a, saves a, a Rebel touchdown, and Alcoa back on offense as it was a touchback and they'll get it out to their own 20-yard line. It's a a rivalry game, Wayne. Swapping turnovers, buddy. Paygotch is back into the football game at quarterback. Again, Graff plays a ton of defense. So Paygotch is going to hand it off to to Elijah Cannon. He's going to run into the teeth of the defense, and this time Benny's going to get bit. He's going to get pushed back, and it's going to be – they're going to say a yard gain, but I, I think it was no gain. Denied by the Red Rebels. Covert, Olivet, and company in on that tackle. Second. And nine, again, just a just a deflating their interception there just a second ago, but nice to put some life back into it on defense, stopping Elijah Cannon. Back to the line of scrimmage, Pegach will have uh, two receivers to the left, one to the right. Elijah Cannon to his right hip pocket. He will take the shotgun snap. He's going to fake to Elijah. He's going to try to throw it over the middle. He'll have Eli Owens near midfield, and it is going to be complete midfield. Uh, They're going to say stopped at the 46-yard line of Alcoa. That's going to be a first down. Eli Owens, his second catch of the night, and it's a big one. Pagach did a really good job selling that play fake on the post route. It bit the linebackers. Number 17, Andrew Smith, makes the tackle. Yeah, Pagach is going to play action to... It's going to play action to Elijah Cannon one more time. Try to complete across the middle again to Winton, and it is going to go in and out of the number zero's hands incomplete. Should have been caught there, Wayne. Uh, ball just mishandled by number zero there for the Tornadoes. 
Glad it wasn't on this uh, on this account. Second and ten. Ball on the Alcoa 46-yard line. Again, big catch there by Eli Owens. If you're just joining us, 14 apiece here in the third quarter, halfway through. It's going to be Pagach. He'll have Elijah Cannon there. Again, going to hand it to Elijah this time. He's going to go right side. He's going to spin and juke inside Rebel territory, and he's going to get down to the Rebel 46-yard line. Nice pick up there, but it's going to bring up third down. Should be third and about two to go. On the read there, I didn't know if he was going to let go of the football and keep it himself. He, he let go of it, and Elijah runs up the field on the hash marks there. Eventually, a tackle made by number 10, Nolan White. Yeah, big uh, big tackle there by Nolan White. It's a big third down here, third and two on the Rebel 46-yard line. Pagotch in shotgun. He's going to take the snap. He's going to hand it to Cannon. Cannon goes right side. He's going to get the edge. He's going to get upfield, get across the Rebel 40-yard line, down near the 35. Looks like uh, trying to see who's who's calling for that. There's a there's a lot of Rebel jerseys off their shoulder pads. Hunter Olivet asking, how, how does that happen? Looking for a hold there on the right side. Olivet had to break free and get over and make the tackle. It's going to be a fresh set of downs for the Tornadoes as they're inside the Rebel 35-yard line down to the 34. Pagotch will have Elijah Cannon to his right hip pocket, two receivers left, one to the right. He's going to take it. He's going to look to throw it to Winton pretty quick. He gets it out to Winton. Winton is going to catch it, and he is going to fall out of bounds. And uh, fairly decent acting job didn't work there. Has wanted the uh, late hit out of bounds. Quick bubble wrap there by number zero, Winton. Great job by Royal Curtis to see it all the way break down and make a nice tackle out of bounds. Short gain there, Wayne. Second down, eight to go. Pagotch will stay in at quarterback. Again, just trying to, to kind of find some seams and do some things. But 14 all with 6.02 to go here in the third quarter. Pagotch will have Elijah Cannon and a bunch of tornadoes there to the left side of this formation. Really tight set. They're going to hand it to Cannon. Cannon goes right, and he is going to get chopped down and dropped. And Ben, I don't know that he picked up a yard. Royal Curtis again, number 41, gets down in the flat there, makes a nice tackle for the secondary of the Red Rebels. They're going to say no gain. It'll be third and eight. Ball on the Rebel 32-yard line. I love it to see somebody in the secondary make a tackle like that. Great job by number 41. Yeah, and just to, to what, what an advantage that is. Elijah Cannon's a big boy. Uh, he doesn't get stopped short or no gain very often, and we've done it multiple times on this drive. Pagotch is going to have two receivers to the left, two to the right. Watch out for big number 44, Eli Owens. Uncomfortable territory for this Alcoa offense here. Pagotch is going to take the shotgun snap, a little three-step drop. Looks like pocket will collapse. Winton is going to get the football. He will make the catch, and he is going to be caught, stopped, and dropped behind the line of scrimmage. It's going to be a two-yard loss, Ben. A nice catch, and he just tried to make more than was there, and he's going to be dropped for a big loss. It'll be fourth and ten. Coach Nix goes with the play he called in the first half that he converted on for the fourth down. It's the exact same play. This time, Matthew Covert isn't fooled. He makes a nice tackle for the Red Rebels. Big stop. Yeah, it's no man's land at this point. We're still looking for that Delosier Auction Company uh, defensive stop. But right now, no man's land at the 33. They're going to go for it here on fourth down. Winton will put his, his receiver out in motion. Now he's going to roll the pocket to the right. Winton wants to throw it, wants to throw it. He's going to release it there and may have been picked off. Looked to be scooped there. I'm not sure. Did he get it? 
are they going to call it incomplete? But looks like either way, the defense is going to turn them back. Defense will turn them back. Rebels will take over on downs. I, I don't. I can't explain it, Ben. There's not enough. The English language can't hold this Rebel defense. Yeah, and how about that secondary for the Red Rebels? You know, you had the big tackle there by Royal Curtis down near the line of scrimmage. You had the nice play by Matthew Covert right there, and then right there they make a stop on a pass on a comeback route close to the sticks. With 4.21 to go here in the third quarter, Rebels will go back on offense after stalling out. Uh, pretty effective on this 2023 season, Alcoa offense. And they will say that that last pass was incomplete, not intercepted, because it's back at where Alcoa left it. Will Jones is going to be in shotgun. He'll clean his hands. He's going to move Colton Faust into motion right to left across the formation. Now he's going to come back right. little end around. It's going to give it to, to Price Davis. Price going to go straight ahead forward. He's going to push ahead near the 40-yard line. They're going to say fall forward to the Rebel 41-yard line. It's going to be a nice pickup there on first down, Ben. Yeah, nice counter play there. Tornadoes, J.T. Turner, number 52, and a number 11. Brody Blankenship in on the tackle. Good gain there for Price Davis. Yeah, Price will stay in there. He will be to, at this moment, uh, Will's left hip pocket. Rebels are working right to left here on Goddard Field. And, again, a tie ball game, 14 apiece. Will Jones takes the shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Price again. Price splits the defenders, grows across the 45. They're going to say out to the 47. And that is going to be a Dwight Price, a Realty Executive's first down. Hard running by Price. Yeah, it looks like another seven yards there for Price Davis. Caden Bogan makes the tackle for the Tornadoes. They're going to step him back to the 46. Uh, so still a first down, but just uh, just uh, not not seven. Got six. Six and a half? Yeah. Ken says no half yards. <laughs> Nine games in, I'm almost agreeing with it. <laughs> Will Jones in shotgun. He's going to put Colton Faust into motion. Now flips him back. Now he's going to hand it to Price again. Price runs into the defenders. Now he's going to get free. He's going to get wide. He's going to get out near the numbers. And he's continuing to fight for yards. Price Davis fighting his tail off. And looks like forward progress will be stopped at the Alcoa 46-yard line. It's going to be about an eight-yard pickup there on first down. Yeah, Braden Cornett makes a stop there about the 45-yard line. They push him back. They don't say his progress had stopped. Look like they're going to spot it right there at about the 46, Wayne. Yeah, I think they just let that play. Somebody either blew a whistle light or didn't blow it at all, but they called it dead, yeah, at the Alcoa 46. Second and short, second and two. Price will stay in at the right hip pocket of Will Jones. He'll stay in shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Now he puts Colton Faust in motion left to right. And it is going to be illegal motion again. Just not uh, just procedural there. And that's a, that's a little bit of the tired. That's a little bit of the youth. That's a little bit of this being a really big moment, Ben. Yeah, some confusion there at the line of scrimmage and with the receivers causes the illegal motion. Move the ball back five yards. Now it's second and seven or six and a half. <laughs> uh, we're going to go. It was second and two. We'll say second and seven. Uh, with the way... Price Davis is running the football. That's about his yards per play. Going to move Colton Faust into motion left to right. He'll hand it to Price. Price going to go straight ahead forward. He's going to push ahead. He is going to maybe pick up a yard. Actually, they're going to blow him dead no gain. They're going to blow him dead no gain. Under two minutes to go here in the third quarter. Rebels and Tornado still tied at 14. But, man, I, I, I've been to a lot of things. And these two teams, they don't give an inch. 
definition of a rivalry game, Wayne. Braden Cornett, number 56 there on the tackle. This season coming into the ball game, 25 and a half tackles on the season. Gage Ledoux checks into the football game. He will actually be a running back in there with Will Jones. He'll be to Will Jones' left, three receivers to the left, one to the right. They're going to low snap. It's going to be play action. Going to get it to Colton Faust, and Colton Faust is going to be gobbled up in the backfield about one yard deep. Uh, No full tomfoolery there as uh, they're going to turn them back. We're going to have to punt this one away. Well, you talked about the decision-making. The young quarterback makes a nice decision on a low snap, throws the ball out there, doesn't get any good yardage there. Number 18, Brennan Dugan makes a stop. Yeah, I think the the low snap threw a little bit of the timing off, but ultimately I thought Alcoa kind of stayed home on that one, didn't bite on the motion of Gage Ledoux. And, uh, and just turned back the Rebels. So uh, looks like Jamerson will be on to punt. It will be Winton deep. Uh, he'll stand on his own 25-yard line. Clock and is ticking at 43 seconds. Jamerson will punt it away from his own 31, and he'll get that one high. It's a spinner, and it will take a Maribel bounce toward the 20-yard line, and they're going to touch it, call it dead at the 21-yard line. That's where the Tornadoes will take over first and 10. Nice kick by number 21, Jamerson. He gets a good spiral on it. You get the Maryville bounce. Let's flip the field. Let's see what this defense can do. He does a good job of getting the front end to turn over and kind of get that forward roll once it hits the turf. 30 seconds is all that remains in the third quarter. There's been a lot of action, and to this point, no scoring. Very patient for a punter. With all that pressure getting on you there in the backfield, able to just maintain your composure and punt a ball like that. Yeah, Paygotch will stay in at quarterback here for the Tornadoes. He'll have two receivers to the right, none to the left, and he'll have, looks like, Barrett in the backfield with him. Looks like he's going to look to throw it. He's going to get it to Winton. Winton is going to catch the football and then try to launch his way into the Rebel defender. And he's going to pick up maybe, I'm trying to see, maybe six yards, maybe a long five. Just a quick five-yard out route towards the Maribel sidelines. Royal Curtis had given him a little bit of cushion, but able to break down and make the stop. It is, they're going to call it second and five, so I'll go with it. Second down, five yards to go. Hey, Gotch will break a small huddle. Now Winton will be to the far side. Watch that one. They'll have Eli Owens stacked up to the right side of the formation. They're going to flip Barrett to his left hip pocket. Paygotch takes the shotgun snap for Alcoa. Now he's going to give it to Barrett. Barrett's going to try to split defenders. He gets upfield, gets across the 30-yard line. I think that's going to be enough for a first down. And that will be a new set of downs for the, the Tornadoes. But as the clock continues to run, I think Alcoa is going to be happy just to take this to the fourth quarter. Pulled the guard there, made a nice block on Matthew Covert to get some positive yardage. Number 76, Bryce Goins, ends up making the tackle for the Red Rebels. As both teams walk to the sidelines, holding up four fingers, that can only mean one thing. The third quarter has come to an end. At the end of three, your Rebels and the Alcoa Tornadoes tied at 14 apiece. Let's take a break, catch our breath, and head to the final 12 as we're right here for the Junk Be Gone Game of the Week, 95.7 Duke FM. Yep, it's that time once again. It's football time in Tennessee. Hello, friends from Twin City Certified Used Cars, Trucks, and SUVs. If you're in the market for a like-new pre-owned vehicle, let Smiley Riley at Twin City Certified in Miraville be the choice. Over 600 pre-owns to choose from. It's auto buying made easy. 865-980-2600 or click TwinCityCertified.com. Twin City Certified in Miraville. It's the Quality you deserve. Run like a rebel, run like a rebel. 
welcome back to the Junk Be Gone game of the week for fourth quarter action here, the Battle of Pistol Creek. 95.7 Duke FM into quarter stats provided by Cadunza at the end of three. Rebels 40 total plays, 176 yards. Alcoa 41 plays, 209 yards. Again, do si do, but at the point that it matters, 14 apiece on the scoreboard. Alcoa will open the fourth quarter with the football in their own territory. Ball on their own 33 as they work right to left here at Goddard Field. They're going to take a shotgun snap. Paygotch is going to look to throw it. He's going to throw it to win and in. It was probably in and out of the hands of Nolan White, but a little wide to the left intended for Brandon Winton. Tried to do a deep post route there. Good read by Nolan White. About had the interception for the Red Rebels. That's interesting. So they end the third quarter running the football, open the fourth quarter throwing it. So we'll see. Again, if you're just joining us, it's been a battle. Uh, it has been a Price Davis receiving touchdown, a Gage Ledoux rushing touchdown, and then really uh, a lot of defense here in the second half especially. Paygotch will have Barrett in the backfield with him for Alcoa. He'll take that shotgun snap. He's going to hand it to Barrett. Barrett's going to go right side. He's going to get free, go ahead forward, and let's see where they call him out. They're going to say he gets out to the 43-yard line, and that's going to be enough to move the sticks. Pickup of about... I think they needed 10, he got 11. Able to seal the edge there for the Tornadoes. Get to the sideline, get up the field, it's third and short. Yeah, I was going to say check that. They say he needed needed 10, he got nine. They're going to say he went out at the 42-yard line. So, again, another big option here for the Rebel defense. Look for that Delosier defensive stop. He's going to go left side. He is going to get free, and he is going to get across midfield. He's going to stutter step, get back inside, stutter step again, and he is going to be tackled inside the Rebel 35-yard line. But again, sideline erupting, Rebel faithful erupting, has a lot of jersey stretching for no reason. Yeah, Sam Young, number nine for the Red Rebels, had his pads up near the back of his helmet. No penalty called for holding there. Yeah, and just uh, it's kind of one of those fight through the options, fight through the the no calls. Uh, just just got to play hard right now. Paygot's going to step into a small huddle and quickly break it. Alcoa again, first and ten from the Rebel 32-yard line. So just a handful of plays, and we flip field. Two receivers to the right. Paygot's in shotgun. Takes the shotgun snap, little three-step drop. He's going to want to throw it. He's going to go long, and it is one-on-one -on -one coverage, and it is going to be. It is going to be caught by Brandon Winton, and that is going to be a touchdown tornadoes. Number 41, Royal Curtis on man coverage, the outside near the corner of the end zone. He was right there with Winton. Winton jumps up over top, makes the reception for a touchdown. Yeah, again, just I think Winton had a little bit more eyes on the football, knew when to jump, and just Royal Curtis on the way down. I uh, just got, saw that football hit the hands of Winton. Good catch, good throw, and a touchdown. Bacon Lauder back will look to add the extra point. He will attempt. It is up and good. And the new score, the Denzo scoreboard with 10.59 to go in the football game in the fourth quarter. The Alcoa Tornadoes 21, the Maryville Red Rebels 14. We'll be right back. You're listening on 95.7 Duke FM. If you have property to sell or you're looking to buy, call Dwight or Sarah Price at the Dwight Price Group Realty Executives, and they can help with all your real estate needs. Remember that no one sells more. The Dwight Price Group. Call 888-SOLD, which is 865-888-7653, or go to DwightPrice.com. The Dwight Price Group. The right home 
with the right price. And welcome back to Rebel Radio right here, 95.7 Duke FM. Battle of Pistol Creek's been a good one, 21-14 in favor of the Alcoa Tornadoes as Bacon Lauderback just kicked the extra point, and he'll look to kick it away to the Red Rebels. Looks like deep for the Red Rebels will be number one, Price Davis. The deep man will be number three, Jackson Llewellyn. And then number 41, Royal Curtis, will be the other deep man. As Bacon kicks this one away, it is going to go long, but it will be returnable from the one-yard line. It's going to be Jackson Llewellyn go straight ahead forward. He is going to split the defenders, goes ahead forward, and he'll get out to the 25-yard line. So a little extra yardage there, not letting it go through the end zone. They'll set up shop, first and 10, ball on the Rebel 25-yard line, working left to right. Good read there by Jackson Llewellyn at the 20-yard line. He made a cut, number nine, Micah Jones, just there to make the tackle. Will Jones and company comes out, uh, trailing the Tornadoes 21-14. to Again, needs to answer here late in this football game. Will Jones will look to Price Davis. He'll stay to the left, hip pocket. They'll blow this one good for action. Will Jones takes the snap. He's going to hand it to Price. Price going to go right, and he is going to get ahead forward, maybe a three-yard pickup. Uh, they're going to say three yards, second and seven. Counterplay towards the edge there. Number 44, Eli Owens gets in the backfield there. And, again, both teams, I'll just speak to this, they're, they're both amazingly physically conditioned. Neither team really looking tired out there. Uh, both teams just, just leaning on every play, buddy. Previous drive, six plays, 79 yards, one minute, 31 second time of possession for the Tornadoes. Will Jones will be in an empty backfield. Again, as they work left to right, Will Jones going to put Price Davis into motion. He's going to take a shotgun snap. Now he's going to pull it down, call his own number, and he's going to go maybe no gain there. It's going to bring up third down. Move Price Davis out towards the end around there. Fake and keep, calls his own number. Will Jones, number 45. Joe McCord wasn't fooled. He makes the tackle. I'm going to say they give him a yard pickup, so it'll be third and six. But we'll see what we've got cooked up here. Again, deep in your own territory. Don't want to turn it over, uh, but it, this is a drive that needs to continue. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Price Davis to the left hip pocket. Will Jones will take the shotgun snap. Play action to Price Davis. He's going to try to look downfield. Nothing doing. Tries to pull it down and looks like Elijah Cannon's going to wrap him up in the backfield. It will be a one-yard loss there. Fourth and seven. We're going to have to punt this one away, Ben. Tried to step up in the pocket, see if he could wait for the receiver to get open. No receiver was able to. Number seven, Elijah Cannon in on the tackle. Well, and, and, and way to get off of a block by Elijah Cannon. Really just uh, had him hemmed up there, and then he just goes low and cuts Will down. Jamerson will step deep to kick this one away. Looks like the deep man will be Winton uh, for Alcoa. He'll stand on his own 45-yard line as Jamerson will stand on his own It'll be the 13-yard line. He'll step to the right, little stutter step, wants to kick it away. It is going to be caught by Winton, no fair catch. And he is going to try to get right, and he is going to get dropped. He is going to get dropped at the, let's see where they give him forward progress. They're going to say forward progress to the 44-yard line, and that's where the, the Tornadoes will take over first and 10. Have a ball game there, 41. Royal Curtis in on the tackle for the Red Rebels. Yeah, it, it, I really I don't know that anybody's had a bad football game. Uh, just a lot of good plays by the other teams. You know what I'm saying? 
Uh, so really first and 10, Alcoa, as it will be, uh, looks like it will be Pagotch in there. And he will have Elijah Cannon straight away. Pagotch will be in shotgun formation. Now he moves Elijah Cannon to his left. He'll take the pistol snap. He'll hand to Elijah Cannon. Cannon's going to stutter step, gets through the first arm tackle, and he will get into Rebel territory down inside the 45-yard line. They'll say down to the 42. Able to get past the first and second level of the defense, number 10, Nolan White breaks down to make the tackle. Back to the line quickly. Pagotch in shotgun, similar formation, takes the snap. Hands to Elijah. No, he's going to call his own number. Pagotch is going to get to the left and slide down inside the Rebel 35-yard line. Great sell on the play fake by Pagotch. Had the bikers backers biting on that one, able to kick, call his own number and get some big yardage for the Tornadoes. It will be second and short, second and two upcoming as it's eight minutes to go in this football game. Tornadoes lead 21-14. to 14. Pagotch went all the way to the sideline to get that one. He'll step back into a small huddle. Breaks it. He'll have, looks like, two receivers to the left and a stack set with the Eli Owens to the right. Elijah Cannon will be to his left hip pocket. He'll take the snap, hands it to Elijah Cannon. He tries to get wide. He is going to get caught. Arm tackle's not going to do it, and he is going to push inside the 30-yard line down to the 25-yard line. He's going to pick up the first down, but looks like there is laundry on the field, so this may be coming back for a hold. Yeah, you might have had a block in the back over there on the right side too, Wayne. Let's see what they call. Alco is already admitting guilt as they're backing up. Uh, I didn't see the call. Uh, Alcoa's players were in front of the white hat when he delivered it, but it is going to back up the tornado significantly, uh, so we'll see. Yeah, it is a block in the back, Wayno. Okay, good call, Ben. Looks like it will back them up. Set the ball. Where are they going to put the ball at? They walk it off. It will set up at the Rebel 44-yard line, so a, a pretty significant penalty there. Well, what they're saying, that new rule came into effect, so they're saying that the penalty happened prior to the line of scrimmage, so they just moved the ball back 10 yards from the line of scrimmage. Wow. Wow, here we go. Pagotch is going to have an empty backfield. Three receivers to the left, two to the right. Watch the long ball. Pagotch, a little two-step drop. Now he's going to throw it across the middle. Picked off. Picked off. That's going to be Covert. Covert's got one man to beat, and he is going to get run out of bounds, but he is going to give his team the football in Alcoa territory. Matthew Covert, ladies and gentlemen, just ran under one. Matthew Covert jumps, makes a nice interception, bolts down the sidelines. Big pick for the Red Rebels. What a play by Matthew Covert. If my voice broke, it's because it was an emotional play. But at the end of the day, with 7-12 to go, Rebels deep in tornado territory with, with new life in the football. Ball will be set at the Alcoa 35-yard line. Again, working left to right here at Bill Bailey Stadium. Will Jones will push three receivers out wide right, none to the left. He'll have Price Davis to his left hip pocket. Now he's going to move Eli Elkins into motion, takes the shotgun snap. Hands to Price Davis. Price going to get free. He's going to get inside the 25-yard line and slung inside the 25 down to, let's say, the 24. They're going to move the sticks. Dwight Price, the Realty Executives, first down. Able to get past the first two lines of defense there. Number 18, Brennan Dugan has to come all the way over from his spot to make that tackle. Will Jones will look. Quickly get the play in. He'll have two receivers to the right. Eli can stack to the left. He keeps looking to the sideline, getting the play. 
They'll check it at the line of scrimmage. Price Davis will flip from the left to the right-hand side. Will Jones moves Eli Elkins into motion. Now he takes the shotgun snap, hands it to Price. Price going to get free again. He's going to get inside the 20 and push toward the 15-yard line. And I think they're going to give him the 16-yard line, Ben. So a nice pick up there for Price. Gapper run there by Price Davis, just running between that center and guard up the middle of the field there. Number 11, Brody Blankenship has to stop him. It's going to be second and short. Again, ball sits at the Alcoa 16-yard line, so it will be inside the Huddleston Law Firm red zone. The faithful are at their feet, buddy. They are pushing this team to success. Two receivers to the right. Will Jones takes the snap. He's going to play action. He's going to keep it himself, tries to get right, and he just can't find a seam, and he's going to be dropped for no gain. Again, number 18, Brennan Dugan, able, able to make a good Reed there gets in the backfield, makes the tackle on Will Jones. I'll say tonight, Ben, they've played amazingly well. Assignment football up front for the Tornadoes. 21 to 14, your score, five and a half minutes to play. Doesn't get any better than this, Ben. It's what you play for. Third down and two. They quickly break a small huddle. They'll have Price Davis straight behind Will Jones. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. They're going to move. Looks like Colton Faust into motion. They're going to take the shotgun snap. Hands it to Price Davis. Price gets free. Green grass in front of him. Touchdown, Rebels. Touchdown, Rebels. There wasn't anybody on the right side. Everybody followed Colton Faust. Touchdown, Rebels. Price Davis, ring-a-ding-ding. Call the port. We come into ship, baby. Yeah, what about that? Love the, the patience. I love the not abandoning the run when Alcoa goes up and the Denzo scoreboard now reads your Rebels 20, Alcoa 21, Hudson Jamerson on to tie this one up. 5.08 to play. Snap is good, hold is down, kick is up, and the kick is good. And with 5.08 to play in the Battle of Pistol Creek, it's a tie ball game, 21 apiece. Let's listen to one good sponsor. You're listening on Rebel Radio 95.7, Duke FM. You can get a kitchen tune-up in just days, not weeks, with Kitchen Tune-Up. Locally and family-owned Kitchen Tune-Up can update your kitchen with cabinet refacing, painting, new countertops, a backsplash, even a full custom kitchen makeover. The skilled craftsman of Kitchen Tune-Up can transform your outdated kitchen in days, not weeks. Choose American-made cabinetry and accessories or save time and money with cabinet refacing, remodeling your expectations in days, not weeks. Learn more at kitchentuneup.com. Kitchen Tune-Up is a proud sponsor of Maryville High School Football. Hey, going down till the sun comes up. And welcome back to Rebel Radio 95.7 Duke FM. If you're just joining us, you missed the doozy. 21 all here at the Battle of Pistol Creek. 5.08 to play, and the Rebels just answered. Let's jump down to Hippie real quick. Hips, uh, we haven't come to you often. Not a lot of breaks in the action, but, buddy, what you got? Yeah, fellas, I mean, this is, like we said, a heavyweight battle, but what a great run uh, by Price bouncing it outside. I think I was the closest person on this side to him. Yeah, absolutely. Let's hope we can answer on defense. Thanks, buddy. And looks like Sayre will kick this one away. He'll kick it from his own 40-yard line. A line driver, and it will go into the end zone. Touchback, and Alcoa will have to go 80 to answer. Adrenaline kick there, Wayne. A lot of adrenaline. Kick that ball in the back of the end zone. Well, here's the thing. You can make it pretty or you can make it effective. And right there, uh, it was just a line drive. He had one goal. Don't let him return it. <laughs> and looks like Alcoa. Let's see who they bring out at quarterback. 
I'm not surprised here. It's going to be Eli Graff in at quarterback. Might as well call him the X Factor. He's, he's played all over the place for Alcoa and made things happen. Eli Graff will be in the backfield by himself here on first down. Going to have five wides here. And looks like Graff's going to take a shotgun snap. Now he's going to throw it to Brandon Winton. Winton is going to get the football, and he is going to get wrangled and dropped after a pickup. I'm trying to see the yardage there. They're going to say he picks up about seven, eight yards on the play. Just a five-yard button hook right there. Royal Curtis and company in on the tackle. Well, he just, you know, Graff will pull it down and run it, so you have to respect the run, and that just allows those edges to get a little soft. But Graff's going to get the pickup there, or going to complete the pass. It'll be second and short. Second and two, ball on the 28. Alcoa's 28 as they work right to left. Graff stays in at quarterback. He'll have Cannon to his right. Takes a snap, hands it to Cannon. Cannon quickly turns it upfield. He is going to be caught and dropped just beyond the 30-yard line. So Cannon will advance the football, will get the first down for Alcoa, but not much. Going to make them go the long way. Caleb Reeves and Matthew Covert in on the tackle for the Red Rebels. 4-19 and counting. Again, Alcoa looking to use every bit of this clock uh, and try to finish this one here. Big stand for the defense needed. Graff will stay in at quarterback. He'll have Elijah Cannon to his left hip pocket. They'll stack up to the right side of the formation. Got a muddy box expecting that run. Graff's going to actually pull it down, run it to the right-hand side. He's going to have to pick his poison. He goes straight ahead. He's going to pick up a few but not nearly what he wanted. He's going to get out to the 35-yard line. Maybe a pickup of four, Ben, second and six. How about number 53, Alex Boyd in on the tackle there? He can make those plays on offense, and he can make those plays on defense. Good play by 53 right there. Boyd has made a day as, of it as well. You know, sometimes the linemen, they don't get the uh, the on-air rat, you know rec recognition that, that maybe they deserve, but, man, tonight uh, the, the box has been muddy, as you say. Eli Graff. Uh, he's going to have actually Elijah Cannon back to his left. He's going to take the snap, hands it to Cannon. Cannon's going to go straight ahead forward. He's going to be stood up, falls forward, but he is going to just get out to about the 38-yard line, be short of the first down. Hunter Olivet, number 11, gets the blitz assignment there and takes full advantage of it. Short game for the Tornadoes. Great tackle by the marksman, number 11, Hunter Olivet. I'm going to say it's going to bring up third and three. Third and three. Again, Alcoa in their own territory. Tie ball game, 21 apiece, 2.50 to play. The faithful are on their feet. Graff in there at quarterback. Been a two-quarterback system here. They're going to put Eli Owens into motion. They're going to deliver out to Eli. Eli's going to get the football, get upfield. He's a big guy, and they are going to throw a flag. I think there's a reason he was wide open. Looks like we're going to get a holding call in there on the right side. Let's see what the white hat says, buddy. Number 58's got his hands on his helm, and I think he's going to say that was me. It's going to be a hold against the Tornadoes, and it'll back them up. On third down, that's a big play. They're going to check in and out some linemen, again, just trying to keep it fresh on the defense for the Red Rebels. That's going to move Alcoa back, put them into some uncomfortable territory, force them to consider throwing the football, and after the turnovers they've had this evening, I think they're going to be deterred from that. Well, we're, we're just going to have to see. Again, Eli Graff has a lot of tools in his pocket. Uh, he can throw the short pass, and he can run it. Uh, he may have, a, have to show us what he can do long ball. It's third down, 13 to go. Ball on the Alcoa 29-yard line. 
Graf's going to take a three-step drop, going to look to throw it across the middle. It's going to get it to number four, and he's going to get near the 40-yard line. They're going to say give him the 41, and that's going to move the sticks, Ben. Just a nice, patient throw. Uh, receiver on that one was number four, Luke Cannon. First catch of the night, uh, but a big one for the Tornadoes. Yeah, the middle of the field opened up with the blitz. Number 17, Andrew Smith makes the tackle after the long post route. Graf stays in at quarterback. Uh, there is a minute 58 seconds in this football game. Graf's going to try to get the hard count. Now he's going to take the snap, gives it to Elijah Cannon. He's going to try to stretch the field. He is going to be caught and pushed forward, but there's a flag on the play. Again, a reason this one took so long. A lot of hands on some Rebels. Sam Young's been looking for that call all night. He gets it right here in a crucial time in the ballgame. Minute 47 seconds as the penalty will stop the clock. Trying to see timeouts. Both teams have all three timeouts, not used one in the second half. Uh, will be a hold against the Tornadoes, and so it'll back them up. 147 to play, Ben. Uh, again, you want the to try to give your offense a chance, but more importantly, you got to get off the field on defense. Yeah, I think on first, you know, it's still first down for Alcoa, so they're going to continue to test the run. They're going to shy away from that pass because these defensive backs have made some explosive plays, not to mention Matthew Covert made that interception on the previous series. It will step it back to the Alcoa 34-yard line. It'll be first and 15, or first and 20. Graf's going to take the snap. He's going to look to throw to the right-hand side. He's going to pump up. He is going to throw it. It is going to be complete. Intended receiver, and let's see if we got on it. I think the Rebels got it. It is going to be a catch, a fumble, and it is going to be Rebel football. Rebel football at the Rebel 41-yard line. Can you believe it, people? They're heavy-handed and mishandled by Alcoa across the middle of the field on the post route. Matthew Covert gets credit for the fumble recovery. Good things come to those who fight, Ben, and, and honestly made the catch, didn't give up on the play, and just, you know, I don't know, George Foreman punched this one out. Minute 28 seconds to go in this one, and we are on the march. Moving left to right, Will Jones, the freshman, comes out to try to go down, get, get this win for his football team. And how about number 44, Dinner Bell, causing that fumble? Good job. Minute 28 seconds. Jonah Arms, big play. Will Jones in shotgun formation will have Price Davis to the left. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. He is going to play action. Will Jones is going to keep it himself. Delivers out in the flat. It is going to be complete, and it is going to get forward to Britton Barrett as he's going to get into Alcoa territory down to the 49-yard line. Just makes a nice fake there to Price Davis. Think needed 10. You got 11. It's going to be a first down. Dwight Price of Realty Executives first down. Minute 13 seconds to go. And looks like quick snap going to get the football. And I think they hand it to Price Davis. Price going to roll it down to the 45-yard line. Tackle made there by number seven, Elijah Cannon. A minute, seven seconds to go, Ben. I, I can't take a break right now. Let's kick it down to Hippie. Hippie, what's the sideline like? What a defense to get them turned back, give them a chance here. Yeah, guys, I don't know who screamed louder while they go, me or the AD down here. I mean, that incredible play. I mean, the sideline's rocking. I mean, what more can you ask? This is what you asked for in a rivalry game. This is what you want. This is what you want, absolutely, Hips. Uh, let's, let's get this on down there. Minute, seven seconds to go. How about this defense stepping up here in the second half? Ben, I, I – I don't like this thing. This thing has a lot of time left. There's a lot of different ways it can end. It's the best football game I've ever been a part of. I mean, I went to the third Saturday in October a year ago. 
it means a lot right here tonight. And this community's here. These people are listening on the air, but I swear the Rebel Faithful's here, and they're ready to rock here tonight. Yeah, give a shout-out to number seven, Elijah Cannon. You know, with all the emotion going on in the ball game, he's sitting there helping Price Davis up, showing good sportsmanship. So hats off to number seven, Elijah Cannon. There's a lot of good kids on both these squads. This is just a, this is a rivalry game that means a ton. Will Jones going to stand at midfield. He's going to be in shotgun, takes the snap. He's going to hand it. No, he's going to fake it to Gage Ledoux. Pitches out in the flat. That is going to be Colton Faust, and Colton Faust is going to get the first down and step out of bounds. He is near the Alcoa 35. Let's call it the 36. Gage Ledoux checks in the ball game. You fake the handoff to him. All the backers bite to that side of the field. That opens up the right side. Colton Faust takes advantage of it. Big game. It is going to be minute. The clock didn't start on that one. They'll have to probably fix that. Uh, no no clock ran off there. Still shows a minute and seven seconds. Ball on the Alcoa 36-yard line again. We talked about it earlier. Probably a comfortable field goal range is 20-yard is line and in. Uh, so really about 16 yards away from feeling good about Hudson's Jamerson's opportunity. Gage checks out. Price Davis checks in. And looks like, uh, you know, Gage has been a, a decoy and, and he's – He's been a decoy on some plays, but he's been the hammer on other ones. It's good to see number seven back in in this rivalry game. He's made an impact, Ben. Leadership, Wayne, leadership. Quickly back. It's going to be Will Jones in shotgun. He'll have Price Davis right behind him. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Looks like Colton Faust wants uh, wants to get a quick update. Now they'll step back. Will Jones going to make sure Price knows what's up. Takes the snap. He's going to hand it to Price Davis. No, he's going to pull it down. Calls his own number. He goes straight ahead forward. He gets to the 20, to the 15. And Will Jones inside the 15-yard line down to the 13-yard line. Gets to the middle of the field. Will Jones lines up in the pistol formation. He looks back at Price Davis. He makes a signal with his index finger. The backers took that. He makes the fake, and then he keeps the ball. They thought it was going to Price. Everybody bought on that play. Great run by Will Jones. Yeah, Will Jones, they're going to let the clock run. I think they're actually going to let this one hit. Uh, they're going to run as much as they can down right here. It is in the middle of the field. Uh, it is on the 13-yard line, and so I think they're just going to try to get this one down uh, to, to have an opportunity for a field goal. Game winner. Will Jones is going to take a shotgun snap. He will just run ahead forward, fall down near the 15-yard line, and he'll continue to just uh, just kind of hold there. Like I said, Wayne, what I really like about that run, he looked back at Price in that pistol formation, and he just extends yeah. that finger. Those backers looked at that, and they said, they're going to hand off to Price Davis, yeah. and he held the ball. Yeah, I mean, just uh, sold it. I mean, uh, it, here's the thing. I, our good sponsor there, Smiley Riley, after <laughs> after college, after the, the career he has, hire Will Jones. He can sell it, buddy. Uh, but we're going to stay right here. 31 seconds to go, and uh, ultimately – Guys, this, this is what you play for. This is what you listen for. If you're not here, I hope we've provided a decent picture here. It's a full house. Everybody's standing. I don't know why they have bleachers at games like this because even we're standing. It's another team effort all across the board, all three units of this football team. Everybody's supporting one another in the second half of this ball game. Great job by the Red Rebels special teams, the defense, and the offense. Yeah, still, still work to do here, Ben, with 31 seconds to play. Uh, Alcoa is uh, they are burning their timeouts here, uh, trying to get the clock stopped as much as possible. It will be second and 12. Uh, will did fall uh, prior to the line of scrimmage, so the ball will now be on the Rebel 
or on the tornado, I'm sorry, 16-yard line. 31 seconds left to go in the game. So Will Jones looking to the sideline. They will blow it uh, live for play. Will Jones checks the play at the line of scrimmage. He is going to stack this thing up. They are going to hand it to Price Davis. Price is going to get wide. He's going to go straight ahead forward, and he is going to try to stay as close as he can to the hash mark. And it looks like uh, they're going to continue to let the clock run. It's going to go under 20 seconds. Price Davis makes a counterplay, gets out towards that guard and tackle, tries to extend himself up the middle of the field there. Brandon Witten makes the stop. All right, looks like Alcoa will burn another timeout. Uh, based on Ken's uh, list, it says there's still one remaining. But according to the scoreboard, it would be zero. But I don't know. I, I believe Ken. 18 seconds left to go in the ballgame. 18.8 to be exact. Again, got to stay. Uh, you got to stay in between the hash marks right here, Ben, because ultimately you want this to be uh, lined up fairly well for your kicker, Hudson Jamerson. He's a good one, but again, you don't want to put any extra pressure on him, making it a hard angle. Yeah, they always say with kickers, are you comfortable from the right hash mark? Are you comfortable from the left hash mark? Middle of the field, where are you comfortable? Let's set you up for a good field goal kick to end this ball game. Yeah, so we're going to come back out of the timeout. Uh, but looks like uh, they did not take off. The, they put a, a timeout back on for Alcoa, so they may have an opportunity here. So we're going to see what happens here. It is going to be handing off to Price Davis. Price goes straight ahead forward. He's going to get near the 10-yard line. And not enough for a first down, but it will ultimately put us in a position to kick a field goal. Getting that tough yardage up the middle of the field there. Caden Bogan in on the tackle for the Tornadoes. And looks like the Rebels will let this one run all the way down. And they're going to take the timeout with 2.2 seconds to play. Ben, <laughs> the pressure's squarely here, uh, you know, on this situation, but you're in a situation to win the football game. It's where you want to be. You, you, you talk about these things. This is stuff they write books about. Uh, let's see if we can finish it off. Yeah, and I'll tell you what, I don't know if you watch a lot of John Wayne movies, Wayne, but like My Mr. name's Wayne, what do you think? <laughs> like Mr. Wheeler said in Rio, bravo to John Wayne. If I'd ever seen a man hold a bull by a tail, you're it. I say that about Price Davis. Yeah, he's, he's had a night, to say the least. It's going to be a tough pick for, for player of the game, but again, this uh, we've got to see what's going on right here. It's going to be 2.2 seconds. Hudson Jamerson to attempt a game-winning field goal. Cohen Beyblade will hold. They'll set up at the Rebel, or at the Tornado, I'm sorry, 17-yard line, so a 27-yard attempt. And looks like the Tornadoes are going to burn their final timeout, attempting ice. But when he's got ice in his veins, that stuff doesn't scare him. Hudson Jamerson's a good one. Let's jump down to to Chris Hibbs. Chris, uh, what about this football team pushing the issue? Uh, Price Davis being the, the workhorse that we know he is. He's been all season. Uh, what do you say about this football team? Yeah, man, I mean, I just want to give a shout-out to the offensive line, too. I mean, Price has had an incredible running game. I mean, Will has had an incredible game at quarterback, but you got to give it to the offensive line. They have owned this defensive line for Alcoa, especially on a bunch of these drives. Now the biggest kick of, I think, Jamerson's career right here. Well, I feel like however it goes, the fans will tell you what happens. Uh, but Hudson Jamerson, again, will attempt a 27-yard 
game-winning field goal. Close to the right hash, but more uh, just stepping toward the middle of the field. Well, they're going to get him ready. Co Cohen Beyblade will be the holder. It looks like uh, trying to see. Looks like the snapper's going to clean his hands, get this thing right. Cohen Beyblade. The snap, the hold is good, the kick is up, and ladies and gentlemen, victory, victory, pure victory for the Red Rebels. The kick is good, and the undefeated Alcoa Tornadoes are no more. The faithful start the song before the band strikes the tune, baby. And the Rebels walk to midfield and go shake hands. What sportsmanship. These young men know what they're doing. Young men's. These young men know what they're doing, Ben. They played the heck out of it. They played 48 minutes. They played to the echo of the whistle. And ultimately, they're going to head back to Cedar Street victorious here at Alcoa High School. How about them Rebels? Executing in all three phases of the game, Wayne. Everybody's stepping up. Pure leadership. Great outcome for the Red Rebels. Yeah, I couldn't say it better myself, Ben. Great outcome for the Rebels. Victorious. The final score will be the Red Rebels 24, the Alcoa Tornadoes 21. The Rebels improve to 6-3 and 1-0 and, uh, and tonight. I mean, I think that's the big key here. But, Ben, let's take us a break, turn the temperature down in the press box, and talk and think about this great win here for the Red Rebels. Love this team. Love this coaching staff. And, man, what a game tonight. Go Rebels. We'll be right back. Lee Franks with Volunteer Home Mortgage in Maryland. And, folks, it's finally fall. That means cooler temperatures, shorter days, high school football, and pumpkin-spiced mortgages and refis from Volunteer Home Mortgage. Rates are still at historic lows, and buying or refinancing now could lock in the lowest rates in decades. Call me and let's see how we can save you some money. I'm Lee Franks, Volunteer Home Mortgage, 865-238-7500, 865-238-7500, or text VOLUNTEER to 33655, NMLS 1641325. Denzo loves to cheer on their team. And now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at denzocareers.com slash D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denso team at DenzoCareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. Pokies and Sports invites you to stop by their store to check out their amazing selection of school spirit gear. Need trophies, awards, or plaques for your team or business? Pokies has it all. Everything from sporting goods to screen printing, monogramming to laser engraving, and even letter jackets. Pokies represents all local schools with their selection and can create a personalized design. Since 1995, the Tinker family has been happily serving our local area with all its school spirit needs. Check out Pokies online at pokies.net or give them a call at 865-984. 4355. And don't forget, when you leave Pokies to check out the Village Tinker, just a short walk down Broadway for unique gifts and home goods. You'll be glad you did. Go Rebels! 
Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible, or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and gas approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. Coach Barnes, is that dry shampoo? Listen, Coach Harper, you know as well as anybody that every minute we coaches can save is a precious minute we get to spend at home. Is that why you bring this desk out onto the practice court? Well, not exactly, but it is why I love using go-kart curbside pickup at Food City. I order my groceries online, grab them on the way home without even leaving the car. Hey, my order ready? Gotta run. Hey, Coach, mind if I borrow your computer? Food City, the official supermarket of the Vols. From the HEP Plumbing Studios, we want to be your plumber. This is WDKW, Maryville, Knoxville, 95.7, Duke FM. Your home for Maryville Rebels football. Welcome into the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply post-game show where the Rebels victorious here at Alcoa 24-21 in the 95th meeting. Alcoa and Maryville, the Battle of Pistol Creek. Uh, ben Metz, I'm Wayne Kaiser. Chris Hips on the sideline catching breaths. Uh, ben, what do, you, what do you take? I mean, the can't quit, the won't quit, they ain't going to quit. All of that was on display tonight. Alcoa played a heck of a ball game. Eli Graff, a one-man wrecking crew, all kudos to the athleticism and what Alcoa brings to the table. But this young bunch, this this rebel bunch that, yeah, had Zeke McCoy, had Gage Ledoux back tonight, but who led this football team? Will Jones, Hudson Jamerson. You talk about Royal Curtis. You talk all these young names. We're going to have them again. We're going to have another year with these guys. And what a big game. What a big night. Rebels victorious here at Alcoa. Yeah, that turnover happens to start out the to end the first half. You come out the second half, there's a light show that goes on, and you could just see the mannerisms in the Rebels. They came out, they were fired up. They didn't like that the lights were going off and on. They came out on the football field. Matthew Covert making big plays. Jonah Arms making a big play down there. Price Davis make, getting that tough yardage. Will Jones being deceptive. Great outcome. Great effort by these young men. Yeah, what a game! What a game! The the ninety fifth didn't didn't. Uh, it, I don't know that it lived up to, to whatever anybody would want to say, but uh, it's going to go down as the number one in my book. Twenty four twenty one Rebels victorious. Here's the end of game stats. If you hear all the cheers, it's because all of the Rebel faithful that want to be the football team, the cheerleaders, uh, and and looks like the student section on the field right now, just just taking it in. We're in the end zone. It's respectful, but taking it in nonetheless. Uh, Final stats brought to you by Cadunza. Again, the great Ken Main had his work cut out for him tonight, uh, but as usual, uh, rose to the the challenge, rose to the occasion, and delivered. 24-21 on the scoreboard. Total plays for the Red Rebels, 54 total plays, 264 yards. Alcoa outgained the Rebels, 57 total plays. 339 broke down. Uh, Alcoa had 189 rushing yards, 150 through the air. Uh, Maryville had 197 on the ground, 67 uh, through the air. Really, really leaned on the run game there. Individual stats start with Alcoa. Elijah Cannon uh, led the rushing category, 18 carries, 79 yards, two touchdowns. 
Uh, Receiving-wise, it was Brandon Winton, 12 catches, so he was the the major target there, 102 yards and one touchdown. Had a long of 32, so the other 11 had to go the long way. And you look at the Red Rebels, uh, not a super stuffed stat sheet, but the ones that were involved uh, carried a huge load. Price Davis led the rushing categories, 24 touches, 138 yards and a touchdown. Will Jones, 13 touches, 55. New win to pull it down. Gage Ledoux, four carries, six yards and a touchdown. Uh, and then receiving-wise, Britton Barrett, two for 27, two catches for 27 yards. Price Davis, three catches, 18 yards and a touchdown. Eli Elkins, one for 14. And Colton Faust, two for eight. Uh, Want to talk about Hudson Jamerson. Again, apologize. I've been calling him Jamerson all year. That's my fault. Uh, Jamerson, as we've corrected it, when you hit a game winner, I'm going to get it right. Jamerson, Hudson Jamerson, Knocks through uh, uh, the the game winner, uh, one one attempt, one completion, twenty seven yards, victory. I thought you said it very well, Wayne. You said they're trying to ice the kicker, but he's got ice in his veins. He looked very calm out there on the field and just booted the ball. Had a lot of pressure there in the backfield on that kick, but just sailed it true for yeah. a big Red Rebel yeah. victory. Yeah, I don't know what this says about us as far as how we have delivered tonight's broadcast, but windows have been open. We're Faithful's in front of us. I can't tell you how many people's offered us water. I can't tell you how many people said that we're exciting. Uh, we're excited. And then ultimately a, a, a veteran walked by. I, I didn't catch his name. Wish I did. Uh, but he was just saying this is a great win, and there's a lot of good coaching going on down there. And, man, if that don't get you fired up, man, I don't know what does. Yeah, yeah, and in the second half, I thought some stats that you called out, Wayne. Alcoa had five penalties for 56 yards in the second half, not to mention they had those two fumbles and that one interception. Maryville capitalized. Five turnovers on the night. Ultimately, the defense kept us in check and gave us the opportunity to go down, kick the game winner. Obviously, uh, the big turnover there around midfield made all the difference, but at the end of the day, drive down there, we were there at Bearden. Bearden had a kicker that was out there uh, to possibly finish that thing off, and he kicked it wide right. The moment was huge for him, and it just didn't work out for him. Hudson Jamerson went out there, did what he does. I mean, he just knocked it through. Credit Will Jameson company for getting him in great position, but Jamerson uh, knocks it home. And you could feel the emotion in the ball game at the start of that fourth quarter. Paygotch hits Winton on that deep pass. They go up 21-14. to 14. And then we just turn around. The momentum shifts with turnovers and touchdowns and end up getting the win tonight, buddy. Yeah, absolutely. We're going to take a break, listen to a couple of great sponsors. When we come back, we're going to have the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. I think when you ice one, when you, you kick a game winner, there's only one way to go. Hudson Jamerson will be our Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. We'll talk to him on the flip side of the break, but I recommend if anybody can, stay on here. These great sponsors have been with us a long time. We didn't take many breaks in the second half. It's because there weren't many breaks in action here at Bill Bailey Stadium. So we're going to take a break right now listen to a couple great sponsors when we come back the smoky mountain axe house player of the game right here on the dickens turf and landscape supply post game show we'll be right back Delosier Realty and Auction asks, should I have an estate sale? Trying to settle your parents' or grandparents' estate, you might wonder about selling their house, land, furniture, and vehicles. Many people trust Delosier Realty and Auction to hold an estate sale. Less stress, better results, from organizing to marketing to the actual auction to cleanup and closing. Just give Delosier the keys and they'll take care of the rest. Learn more at DelosierAuctions.com or call 865-681-7797. Delosier Realty and 
auction in Maryville. Denzo loves to cheer on their team, and now Denzo is adding even more team members. Immediate production and warehouse openings on second and third shifts. Pay starts at more than $19 an hour, depending on shift. Denzo has off-shift maintenance openings with experience-based hourly pay, as well as professional and leadership openings. Competitive pay, paid holidays and vacation, 401k, health insurance, on-site Denzo-only doctor, pharmacy, and workout facility. Learn more at DenzoCareers.com slash Maryville. D-E-N-S-O-Careers.com slash Maryville. Get in the game. Join the Denzo team at DenzoCareers.com slash Maryville and start crafting your future today. Are you facing the challenge of burying piping, wires, or conduits underground? Here's the game changer, Underground Connection. The underground drilling and boring experts since 2005. They do directional boring, the method of choice when traditional trenching isn't feasible or when you desire minimal surface disturbance. Your go-to team for all commercial and residential underground drilling work, including rock, is Underground Connection. Fully licensed, insured, and proudly TDOT and GAS approved. Call now, 865 865- 406-4127. Don't let traditional trenching hold you back. Call 865-406-4127. You'll be glad you did. Well, I got a chance here. Let me clear my And welcome back to the Dickens Turf and Landscape Supply postgame show. Well, I don't know if you can clear your throat with your foot, but Hudson Jamerson sure did it. Uh, he is down with our sideline reporter, Mr. Chris Hips. Chris, uh, you've got the star down there. Yeah, I mean, this is the star of the show, Mr. Jamerson, with a probably the biggest kick of your career. Um, to date. He's, to date. He's got to date. Some more gonna, to do. Hopefully we'll have another one at the state championship game for you. <laughs> but, you know, I asked him how cool he was under the storm. He said it was nothing. The timeout just gave him more time to let them think about it. But anyway, <laughs> let me hand him the mic and the headset, and let's talk to him. Sounds good. And and I'm excited to hear from him again. Uh, he, he's been he's been clutch all year. Thank you. Hey Hudson, how you doing, buddy? You, has your has your blood pressure come down? Do you know what that means? Uh, not really, <laughs> but I think it has a little bit. All right, Ben. Ben, what a, what a play by Mr. Jamerson. Uh, he is a. He's a consummate pro, man. There was a lot on the line right there. It could have been real easy to get nervous. It could have been real easy to to kind of pull things. Uh, what was going through your mind, one, when you walked out there the first time, but then when they called the timeout? Talk us through it. The first time I walked out there, I was a little nervous. And then when they called the timeout, I felt perfect. Went out there a second time, did my job, and – went on from there so so we talk about specialists and I, I think you guys don't get near the credit that you absolutely deserve but you Cohen and your long snapper uh, that's got to be a that's got to be a unit can't have any hitch in the giddy up how much do you guys practice how good a teammates are you guys just that unit uh, we practice almost every day I'd say if we might go like four days out of five but we're pretty close Good deal. Hey, hey, Hudson, I'll tell you what, man, throughout the game when you were punting the football, you had a lot of guys in the backfield. You just remained calm back there. You had, like, ice in your veins. You're able just to keep your composure, make a nice punt. Do you think that helps you a little bit that you kind of let those guys get back there and you're able to just be comfortable with pressure? Yeah. When they get back there, I know I have to get it off, which just makes me do my job the best of my ability. So I just know I have to get it off, get it down there. So, so Hudson, uh, you, you know, you took over this season after a 300-point score here at Maryville High School. Corbin Price, 
uh, in the kicking game is a is a monster there at Maryville High School. How did it feel stepping into his shoes? But then ultimately, you're a sophomore. I don't know if you know that or not, uh, but you're a sophomore, and you've got two more years uh, to kind of chip away at that 300 points. Yeah. My freshman year when I started kicking again with Corbin, he helped me with a bunch of stuff and helped me with, like, my plant foot and just calming down throughout going through, like, repetition. And he's helped me a lot. Well, you might have to share a wristband with him. He set you up. You uh, you definitely knocked it through tonight. Victorious here against the Tornadoes. 24-21, three big points goes to Hudson Jamerson. Congratulations, buddy. You are the Smoky Mountain Axe House player of the game. Uh, one of the cool perks about doing that, and then we're going to let you get back with your teammates, with your family, as you get to help us close out tonight's broadcast. I'm going to close it out uh, with a little sign-off, and then at the end I'm going to say, Go Rebels. As soon as I say that, I want to hear you say, Go Rebels, as much as you can, okay? All right. Well, the Red Rebels have calmed the storm here at Alcoa and head back to Cedar, Cedar Street with smiles on their face, and that means a big Red Rebel victory. The Rebels improved to 6-3, and three, and the Tornadoes fall from the unbeaten and fall to 7-1. and one. Final score from Alcoa High School, the Red Rebels 24, Alcoa 21. As we look to finish up tonight's broadcast, let's take some time to thank all that make this possible. Thanks to Alcoa High School for tonight's accommodations. Thanks to our great administration at Maryville High school for allowing us to do this a big thanks to all our sponsors you've heard in and out of the breaks and thanks to the sharpshooter of the big computer mr ken main for the up to minute stats each and every week and a very special thanks to miss laura back at the studio gets us in and out of breaks all night long but for ben metz chris hips and hudson jamerson i'm wayne kaiser and you've listened to rebel radio if you're leaving this stadium or on the road home take care be safe and yes go rebels go rebels, go rebels!